Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, I think we're on Rumble and Odyssey and YouTube all at the same time. Um, and, and we'll stay on YouTube as long as they'll let us. But, uh, <laughs> but we, we have many, uh, many safety nets built up. So here we go. Uh, here goes nothing. We're, we're waiting for Nico. Not sure. I haven't heard back from him to see if he's, uh, he's going to make it. I hope Nico's okay. Um, hadn't heard from him in a couple of days. So anyway, say a little prayer for Nico that he, uh, he makes it onto the show tonight. We are going to be going through. So we, we, we had a discussion, you know, as we do every week after the show's over, if we don't already have a guest lined up or a topic that we've been discussing for a couple of weeks that we wanted to get to, um, what are we going to talk about this week? And I said, why don't we just be have fun, do something fun, and do like a movie tiers list? And man, we hit the we hit the timeline with with the question: What's your favorite dystopian movie um, that predicts the future with some or or serves as some predictive programming? And man, we got some doozies. So we are ready to unleash on everyone this beautiful movie tiers list. And we want y'all to join in in the chat and tell us uh, tell us what you think as we go through with these. Um, what's that with the hat to fill in as Nico? No, I'm I'm just here. I'm just here, Scott. Thank you though. <laughs> um, and there it is. Let's. It, it is. I just got the notification from Rumble on my account that we are streaming. So nice. the stream is live there. If you want to go check us out on Rumble, um, that's cool there as well. Hopefully we'll be able to see all the chats there. But if not, I'm going to try to pull them up. Um, on here. But anyway, we are ready to get into it. Um, I'm going to try, Marcus, I'm going to try real quick to see if I can do this uh, on my, uh, on this other computer here, because okay. if Don't I forget can, the intro and the quote too. Did I not do the intro? Son of a bitch. I, I just started talking. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to Rumble. Welcome, welcome to Aquarian Anarchy on Rumble, <laughs> YouTube, and Odyssey. Let's get it. And our quote for tonight is from Aldous Huxley, and it is, The victim of mind manipulation does not know that he is a victim. To him, the walls of his prison are invisible, and he believes himself to be free. And my friends, that is a perfect way for us to dig into what we're talking about tonight, which is this predictive programming uh, tiers list that I put together that uh, we're going to finally get to. Let me see if I can get... I don't know if I can trust this other computer, Marcus. Let me wait until the hotel hasn't reset the Wi-Fi yet. I'm on the hardwired uh, internet on this one over here, so we're we're gonna we're gonna oh. see. But for right now, we're gonna go to this screen and we're gonna try to make it work uh, this way. So what before we have we, here, yeah, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Before Marcus. we get into yeah. that, why don't we do a little bit of an intro and hopefully they'll get done with this for a minute? Yeah, yeah. There is one topic I'd like to talk about. Okay. Um, but that isn't related to what we chose to talk about tonight, but I, I, I just want to put it out there so that my opinion's on record mm -hmm. and, um, and, and it's in the news and a lot of people in our audience will be interested. And that is what's happened to, to, to Trump with mm. them, uh, doing all the, you know, pressing, what was it? 32 felonies, against 34, them, yeah. 34, whatever. Yeah. Um, and my my first reaction was, okay, these idiots are trying to cause a civil war. That was my first 
like mm-hmm. what I thought. And then I watched We Are Change last night, and I think Luke convinced me that I'm wrong. And okay. and uh, basically what he said, and I just want to put, because I think he's right about this, um, w- when people are thinking about what's going on with Trump and that whole shebang mm-hmm. uh, with the doing this, he said there's really two things that this could amount to. Really, really two things. One, either they absolutely throw the book at him as loose as we might think that the charges are mm-hmm. against him. Um, that uh, that they just prove their case, regardless that it's politically motivated, whatever. He gets fully charged, 34 felonies. He goes to prison for a really long time. One of the richest people in the world going to prison, right? right There's right, one. Right. Second possibility is he doesn't get convicted. It fires up all of the Trumpsters. All of the Republicans come out to vote for him, and he gets reelected by a landslide because mm-hmm. they have given him a shit ton of free publicity. Right. Well, Which, and and it, and a lot of motivation for the base to to rally to his defense. To you know, it's it's a great campaign tool, and he's already raised a bunch of money already. You know, like it's eight it's, million dollars. I think they said in two hours yeah. after they they pressed those thirty four mm-hmm. charges. So, so there's two things you should be asking yourself about those two possibilities. This Mm -hmm. is me, not uh, Luke. The two questions you should be asking is what of those two is more likely in this country? When's the last time a billionaire Mm -hmm. went to jail? Uh, Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Bernie Madoff, was he a, was he a billionaire when he, uh, when he went to jail? What about Martha Stewart? She was just a multimillionaire. I don't think she was a billionaire. Yeah. So it's, it's. It's tough. It's yeah. tough to pull off. Right. So there, there's there's that question. The second mm-hmm. one is if I, if you buy that um, that you know that he's that all of this is happening, mm-hmm. these morons have to know this is going to happen, and he's not going to go to jail. I'm not talking about the morons that are out in the street. I'm talking about the people behind the scenes. The people. Yeah. Yeah. Which means this was planned. So yep. what does that tell you about your hero? So that's my mm-hmm. two cents is, and what I think is, yes, Luke's right. He's going to go to jail. He's going to get into office and we are going to rue the day that mm-hmm. he became president again, because all the stops are going to be gone and he's going to bomb the living shit out of all of the countries. And he's going to restrict our freedoms. He's going to take away our guns because those are the things that they're going to do. And I don't like Biden either. I get it. Mm-hmm. But elections will not set you free. So I just wanted to put my opinion out there so that people can look back with my crystal ball. Yeah. Well, I think he's uh he's the perfect fall guy for uh, just like with operation warp speed and the vaccine that he keeps bragging about. Um, he's a great, uh, up oh, there. So, so yeah, there went, there went that, <laughs> I guess I'm going <laughs> to stick with this computer. Um, right. I thought Nico was coming in here and I was like, Oh no, that was my other screen just disappearing. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it, he's a great foil for, you know, the, to, to make where the right will be, you know, control buy into the CBDC and they'll buy into whatever other things, just like they, they bought into, the uh the, the lockdowns and everything else like it you know it was it was trump's lockdowns but then it was the democrat governor's lockdowns too so it was like well what, what are you 
My Dem- my Republican governor locked down just as fast as the other ones. Everybody goes crazy about DeSantis, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody goes crazy about him. He locked down Florida. You couldn't even yeah. go to Florida from out of mm-hmm. state. Like, like you had to have like extreme reasons for why you needed to be there. Greg Abbott in Texas, another Republican, did the same thing. I had to have papers to come over here to do work. Like it was yeah. it's wild. So so yeah, it, this uh a lot of this stuff is kabuki theater just to to rile people up and everything. But let's get into it. We didn't sure. come here to talk about uh, just that. But it's a good. But it's a good. It's a good thing to yeah to make everybody know. Uh, let everybody know where we stand on on these hot topics that are that are out in the uh, in the Twitterverse. But this is why we're here. We are here for the movie tiers list. Where did it go? Oh, I, I, how did? Why did it get taken away from the stream? Well, anyway. There it is. Now, nice. now we have it. So let's start with right off the bait, right? I mean, right off the base, right off the bat. Let's start with the movie that best depicts what we were just talking about. And that is this one contagion. Mm-hmm. So where, where do we want to put this one? Because I think this was good going at, be towards the the, top. at the predictive programming part. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit, uh, it was pretty far ahead of its time, but it didn't, um, yeah. It, it didn't nail all of the uh, the aspects of this, and it actually like gave a uh, I don't know a little bit better of a uh, a boogeyman than what we mm-hmm. actually experienced. Um, but I will say this is where we heard things like social distancing and all this other stuff. If you go back and look at it, they had Sanjay Gupta on there being interviewed about social distancing and everything. I'm putting it. I'm going with B tier. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but that's I think B uh, makes sense to me. Yeah. That's it's a it's a good one, but it's not it's not great. And and really, it's it's not that predictive programming wise as as I don't elite know, as man. some. Well, I, as okay, some so of them, out, yeah. hear me out. As as elite predictive programming as say like 1984 and some of the other like much much older stuff mm-hmm. that gave us this window into pretty much exactly what we're what we're starting to witness now fahrenheit 451 same thing you know, that especially kind of... the new one. Oh my goodness right 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 so um so we're gonna we're gonna go b tier with contagion so marcus um let's go with another uh current event <laughs> style one sure, let's the go white with white noise let's get yeah. that one let's get that's that gotta one be an a tier man you think so you think, <laughs> yeah you think but it was it was in the practically filmed <laughs> On site. <laughs> on site. Okay. You know. They're like, guys, this this isn't how you're supposed to do this. It's supposed to be like the, a couple of states over, so it's not so obvious. Um, right. So so for that reason, I'm going to put it in C tier because they fucked up and they made it too obvious. No, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I think it's A, man. Have you seen it? I, I have not. So but, we have to put it in. I haven't seen uh, it because I haven't seen it uh, either. So uh, I can't shit. really describe well, that how sucks. good it is because I haven't actually seen it. And um, just so the audience knows, what we're doing is, uh, again, m- most of these are, do we really believe that um, all of these are going to have things that the government made them put in so that they have to tell the truth? I don't know if all of them, some of them might just be by chance they happen to be right about some shit. Right, right. But but I, it, many of them are, at the very least, propaganda. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this much, because um, this is one of the things that um, that that Cyprian has talked about, and that it's it's interesting that we're 
having this discussion and the, like I have the debate that that's coming up. Um, it was supposed to be this Friday, but it, it got we got pushed back to next Friday with uh, Hotep Jesus and Cyprian. I'm going to be moderating oh, nice. on Hotep Jesus's channel. That's yeah, not yeah. fair to Hotep I set, Jesus. I'm I set that up. You. What's that? That's not fair to Hotep Jesus. Oh, I, well, it, so I said I said I needed to be the moderator because. <laughs> <laughs> I am very much on the anti-AI side, but I'm also like, I'm like a day one for Hotep Jesus. Like I, I'm, so right. it's like, it's, 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 it's hard. I have to, and I really, I, I'm, I'm really going to try to do my best to, to effectively um, push back on, on Cyprian on, on some of that stuff. Cause I really want to like, want to drill down onto like, you know, the important points and, and try to extract out of both of them where their, their arguments are coming from. But anyway, so there's all that stuff. And at the same time, we start talking about doing this movie tier list and somebody posted in, in a telegram chat that I'm in this book uh, or, or some stuff in a city council or, or student uh, school board meeting about um, the AI stuff and everything. And it was some quotes from a book by Neil Postman. So Neil Postman wrote the book, how to watch television news, which is mm -hmm. a great, you know, great work on like how to understand what, how you're being programmed and how you're being. I haven't read it. I think I've heard of it, but I've never read it. So there's another book that he wrote that a lot of these quotes came from. It's called amusing ourselves to death. Mm, and that, that book, too. that book is, I, I finished it yesterday and mm. it's amazing. And the, like just the last chapter is amazing. Um, it's uh, amusing ourselves to death, public discourse in the age of show business. Mm. And what it talks about a lot, and that's why I think it's important to, to reframe like what you were just talking about. It's not to say that these guys are getting marching orders from the Illuminati or anything like that. A lot of this stuff is a feedback loop where yeah. we are expecting certain things. So then we're fed those certain things. And then we, we, we kind of like what's happening with chat GPT where it's like, Hey, Here's what I think you want. It's like, no, that's not exactly what I want. I want it to be more like this, write it in this style. And then it's like, how's this? And then uh -huh. you just keep tweaking it and honing it. Yeah. Until you're eventually given exactly the kind of programming that you're asking for. And so it's similar to a, a conversation I had with Rook the other day, um, Project Rook, um, who was at HotepCon this last time. She posted something about doctors and, and like health and people like pushing back and having this back and forth with their doctors about mm -hmm. um, diet and exercise <laughs> versus I just want a pill or just take, you know, yeah. take whatever thing it is out of whatever organ out of me. Um, and I, I contrast that to like how my wife is. My wife doesn't, she doesn't want to go to a doctor, doesn't want to go to a hospital. She wants to figure out like what things in her diet might be causing certain little discomforts or little inflammation or whatever. Um, and that's, it served her very well. It, it Sometimes it's not as quick of a fix, but it doesn't have all those drastic, horrible side effects. And I was, I commented to Rook, I said, yeah, well, I wonder how much these, this has to do with the fact that doctors don't get paid if you don't come back to them mm. because your diet and exercise game is, is on point. Right. They, they make their money off of pills and surgeries right. and shots. And she said, I don't know that it's so much that she's like a lot of these doctors are like they're exhausted they're they they're like super busy they have tons of right. appointments all the time she said this is people 
they tell them like, hey, you need to stop eating fried and food. Doing it. And people are like, ah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I want to keep eating the fried food. What right. pill can you give me? Yeah. So it's so in in a lot of ways, it is a feedback loop. Now, yes, the the medical industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industry is definitely trying to push you know, marketable pills and they've made synthetics of natural herbs and all those sorts of things. Definitely true. But people are absolutely pushing back on, I have to do the hard things. And they're saying, I want the easy thing. I want the fast thing. So for sure. Um, that's I want to stick on the, the health thing for just a second yeah, and yeah. Brag, brag a minute yeah, because I have lost some weight. I have yeah. dropped 40 pounds, which means what? that I total. Yeah. And it's since starting to try, I've dropped 40 pounds and that means that I am now 40 pounds from my goal. So, nice. so I'm halfway there. Just wanted I'm, to throw I'm, it out the brag. Found I'm out today. kind of I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I, I'm I'm 20 nice. pounds lighter, and I'm about 20 pounds from where I really want to be. Um, I'd be cool with like 10 to 15 mm-hmm. down from where I am right now, but um, but I, I I really would like to get down. I'm so I started off for like pushing 230. Mm-hmm. I'm down to 210, and and actually like a little bit below 210, and I'm trying to get below that, but. Um, it's it's weird. Like I, I look at all these BMI things, and it's like uh, it it, no, it tells me it tells me that I'm overweight, but I'm like, hey, you haven't seen my legs. Like I have like right. massive thighs and calves, Dude. and and it's uh, it's not. I would look if I weighed the ideal weight that BMI tells me I need to weigh, I would look like I was in like I know. pancreatic cancer, Steve Jobs mode. <laughs> Same like, man. It would be so bad. It would be right. horrible to look at. Dude, you wouldn't want to see me. My so. teenage son, when Raven was, was I think, 16, he, he went to the doctor to, uh, talking about the BMI stuff, to, he mm-hmm. went to the doctor. Now, he had a little gut on him. Just to be fair, he had this little gut, right? He goes in, the doctor tells him he is morbidly obese. <laughs> morbidly obese. He yeah, weighed yeah. 200 pounds. The arms on this dude were like this. I was going to say, what do you have to be to weigh 200 pounds and be considered morbidly obese? What do you have to be like four foot three? No, he, he was like five foot two at the time. Oh, well, like I mean, that. that's, that's, that's short, but it's not like, I still think that's kind of, and that's the thing, like muscle mass and, and all those yeah, kinds he of things had don't muscles. factor into it. Yeah. But, but on top of that, put that into perspective. They were saying he might not be too healthy to be exercising. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the NFL combine is full of uh, overweight to borderline obese people. If you look if you go by BMI. So anyway, let's, let's, we can go on forever. Let's get back to this. So uh, (laughs) white noise lands in the haven't seen it uh, category because it has to, because neither one of us has seen it. Um, Folks, if y'all want to upgrade it, uh, you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help us out there. But uh, since we were just talking about it, let's talk about 1984 because I think I think we got to see a lot of that um, this last year. And so I'm gonna bump yes. it to A tier. Um, sure. I think we have some legit S's, and I want to be very very. We may reclassify some of these, but I think A tier is where 1984 belongs. Not quite S because I think I kind of agree with Huxley. Um, that we are more in danger of being pacified to death than we are of having big brother stomp on our throats. Um, there's a, there's plenty of that big brother stomping on people stuff, but the way that we are headed is more like 
it's not so much that Big Brother is going to be watching us. We are watching Big Brother and telling Big Brother what to show us. And then right. we are following him into the lemming cliff. You know, like it's it's right. terrible. Yeah, in, in 1984 <clears throat> is awful, but I, I, I think we rebel before then. I, I just really do. Mm -hmm, I think that mm -hmm. before it gets to that level, people, you know, people are shitty now. And I'm yeah. not saying that most people are shitty, but mm -hmm. there's enough shitty people now that they get to 1984 land. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think I think we have a lot of friends, Chad. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, I think they reset the router on this uh, on this thing. It's really hard for me to see on this screen because I want to be able to see the chat, too. All right, let's keep let's keep it moving while I wait for that to load. Um, all right, so so uh, another one that I think is good, just from the standpoint of, um, I think a lot of people have talked about like simulation and like is this stuff real? And you feel you kind of feel that way. The Truman Show was a really good one at mm. at, at you know really kind of getting us mm. into that. It's like the pre Matrix. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's like yeah, imagine if they imagine thought about if, technology. Yeah, imagine if you're the only one in the matrix and everybody else is not <laughs> in the matrix and they work right. for the matrix, keeping you in the matrix. That's right. what the Truman Show was. So for that, I I don't know. You you tell me what you think. I think it belongs in C tier because it hasn't necessarily come to fruition, but it's yeah, pretty. It, it's got some. Place. It's got some some hints at some stuff that we've that we've seen um, definitely right. people are way too obsessed with watching reality TV and living vicariously through other people. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's very often that I wonder if I'm, uh, if I'm really here or if this is like a dream or something, because right. there's some wild shit that's going down and it don't add up. Right. But, uh, oh dude, go look at the weird shit that's happening all over the globe and it'll make you go, okay, maybe we are in a simulation. Maybe this is a simulation. <laughs> maybe that was yeah. a glitch. All right. This thing ain't going to work. So I'm, I'm just going to give up on trying. Um. All right. So, so where, where are we at chat? Where y'all want to go next? What, uh, what, what yeah. movie we want to pull up? Um, cause I'm, and I think that the Truman show just to, while they're coming up with the next one, um, I think the Truman show is really where we started seeing the idea, you know, talking about the whole matrix and the whole, the, you know, are we living in a simulation kind of idea? I, mm -hmm. I really think that just really scratched the surface on that. It, 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 because, I don't really think that they could have pulled off what they did in that movie. Not really because mm -hmm. it was too low technology. You know, right, they're in right. a building they're, they're doing, you know what I mean? Oh, so I know what I, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it, yeah, it, it would be more like, all right. So that's, that's a perfect segue into our next um, movie. If I can find it, where are you? Here it is. Total recall. Because this is more like this is the Truman Show, um, but on a different level where I think it's more realistic. Where you know, yeah. I, did you see Total Recall? I have seen Total Recall. Okay, yeah. so you know what I'm talking about. Where yeah. like they the like simulation that he lives in is actually a real simulation where yeah. he he gets his mind programmed into being like in this dream state, and he can't tell if he's, you know what I mean, if this is like just people putting him on and it's actors, or if he's actually really like living this life or mm -hmm. you know what's going on so and i i think that belongs in b tier because 
as crappy as it was, you know, when you compare it to like movies nowadays, there's some other movies that that did a much better job of not trying too hard with special effects to where it would be obviously terrible, you know, 20 right. years later. Um, like the scene where he takes off the head and he's holding it. And like, it's like, man, that was terrible. That was a terrible mask. Um, that sort of stuff. But like the actual, the, the content of the story that they're trying to yeah. tell where it's like, we're colonizing Mars and we're, you know, we're, we're doing these adventure vacations where you go lie in a thing and have your brain reprogrammed for a few days. Um, it's kind of a cool twist on things and, and also a great way to, to make people understand, I don't know, kind of what we're seeing with the AI stuff where I like, I feel like people are looking for escapes and it's mm -hmm. going to offer some really convenient escapes for people. Oh, um, I agree. And, and, but I, but I also think that 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 movie really shows, I think, cause I think with some of these, this is just the elites, dreaming about how they could control people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and I think that that one really gets at some of that. It gets uh, to good, the, you know, yeah. you know, it, it, because I, I do think, and, and maybe if the, to go back to the idea of the predictive programming, maybe they're programming us to be prepared to be, you know, owned and, mm -hmm, <laughs> and mm -hmm. what have you and, and controlled. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. But I so, think you're right. It's a B. So with that, so I bring up maze runner. I think I, have you I seen have Maze not Runner? Seen okay, Maze so it's Runner. a it's another one of those book series that they made into movies. Um, I put it as uh, a D. I think it's it's solid, but it's like they, they have all these kids that they're like in this uh, little I don't know wilderness area, and they like they fight each other, and then they try to get through this maze, and there's all these weird mechanical spiders, and then you get out, and there's actual people out there. It's it's like a lot of it's it's too extra. There's way too many hurdles and things for you to try to overcome just to get out to find out that like there's just some people in some room somewhere. It's like the Truman Show. Mm -hmm. If the Truman Show had a bunch of mazes where they tried to murder you all the time. So um, the, it reminds me of what weird. you're describing, like the cube where they were going from yeah, one cube to the yeah, other. Yep, and, yep. Yeah. And, and I forgot I, about cube. That's another good one we could have put in here, but yeah, oh well. yeah. it'll be all right. But, but to me, a lot of that is just... I don't know, game players trying to have their game. Like, you know what I mean? Like I figured mm -hmm. this game, I went to the next level. I figured right. this one. Yeah. And putting it into a movie. A lot of times I think that's all those are. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. So this is one that you brought up. So Avatar, I know you said you saw the, the recent one. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to, to tap it's in on that a little bit. Programming, predictive programming, maybe. Yeah. So would, the... The previous one, did you see the first? I did. The first I've one? Seen okay. both of them now. Yeah. So, so just, I'm just going to talk about it like conceptually as like a, a, mm -hmm. a series, as a franchise, you know? Um, what do you think? Um, it, I think it's a, it does a good job. I, I kind of, I was, I think I was still in my like conservative bag mm -hmm. back when Avatar, the first one, had come out. I think I was libertarian. And, but, and so yeah. I was, I was kind of thinking like, Oh, this is bullshit. Like what, you know, freaking commie James Cameron, you know, trying to shit on capitalism and all this stuff. And then I, you know, now I watch it and I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of is what these fuckers do. You know, they, they don't give a shit about like <laughs> right. people's religion, people's um, sacred spaces. They don't care about, the world around them, it's all yep. about money and they'll rape and pillage whatever they have to, to rape and pillage to get it. And so I kind of, 
I've kind of evolved on my thinking of this where I'm, I don't want to say I'm like a leftist or anything now, but, right. but I definitely don't see it through that same uh, Rush Limbaugh lens, I guess, um, that I saw it through uh, yeah, when I first saw it. Where that came into my consciousness, I generally don't watch a lot of movies, but uh, my brother Matt was um, was over with Raven this weekend because we had some car trouble, and um, and he was like, "Hey, dude, I bought that uh, that new Avatar. If you want to go watch it," mm -hmm. and so I got to watch it for free on you know on his account, and so um, I watched it, and and they were talking about part of the conversation we had about it was they were like, sometimes you can tell that things are, and this is Raven and Matt were talking with me, mm -hmm. and they said, sometimes you can tell that some shit's programming. Right. But they're like, right? <laughs> you know? And and I and what I said was, yeah, it, it, what happens, I think, and this is my mind, is I, I said, I think, like, they, they just, like, program the shit out of a bunch of leftists often, because mm -hmm. that's what Hollywood is. And they have leftist ideas. So they just start doing leftist shit, which happens to coincide often with what the shitbags want the world to look like. But sometimes they're just, they, they, because they're selling them, you know, we're protecting the world because I'm quite an environmentalist and I'm an mm -hmm. anarchist. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I try to do what I can to protect the environment because this right. is our home. And it's, it's our where you live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, but I think that often that, they're trying to convince us of something. And I think the avatar movies are trying to convince us that we're ruining our planet and we're ruining these things here, which is true. There's truth mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm not a global warming person. I'm like, quit dumping fossil fuels in the goddamn ocean. Right. Quit, quit throwing trash out. Yeah. In the quit, <laughs> yeah. Quit making everything stink and uh, be right. disgusting and, 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 like you're killing shit, like killing animals and, and plants and stuff that we could eat and we could survive right. off of. Yeah. So where would you put Avatar? I probably the still put it at a B list. And the reason is because I don't know that it is all that effective. Either one of them at the kinds of ideas that the elites actually want us to believe. Mm. They, they, um, they want us to be good little followers. They want us to, and it does not, do that because it um it does portray the defenders of the their planet as you know rebellion against mm -hmm. the, the common order you know it's why a, a movie like serenity or uh the series firefly doesn't make it to our list because they if they're programming shit they're programming against the 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 mm -hmm. common narrative so yeah. i would put it on b just because if they're programming i don't think it's very effective yeah, gotcha. All right, so I'm going to just get some low-tier shit out of the way real quick. The Purge is F-tier, and here's why. It's some bullshit from, from start to finish. What is that? First of all, The Purge. Ah. So the government sets up The Purge, and we're supposed to believe that this is what anarchy is like. Right. It's a government-run program. <laughs> it is a government program. Right. The Purge, Okay. And on top of that, like, I think it's some bullshit just because this isn't how this stuff goes. Like, this isn't the way that that they're going to yeah. flex their muscle. I, I still, I'll go back to the, what I said about 1984. I think Huxley was right more than Orwell in that um, I think that the the way that this stuff goes is we, we, get, um, we get pacified into submission. 
mm-hmm. more so than we get assaulted and murdered and tortured into submission. Um, that's why I think it's it's interesting as I've been going through this, you know, this Orthodox conversion and reading the lives of the saints every day and hearing about some of the persecution that happened. And every day it's like another person who's like tortured alive and, and like mm. has their feet and their hands cut off and their cheeks cut off and all this weird shit done to them. And they're just like, I love you, Jesus. I'm so glad I get to suffer um, a little Better bit for you and all this stuff. And I'm, and, and, and it's like, I'd at least it's like, been. all right, I'm, I'm preparing myself for that. And then I think I'm like, I'm not going to be that lucky. Like I'm going to have to fight like not, uh, not like falling victim to my own temptations and my own passions, because that's mm-hmm. the way I'm going to be tempted is not, not like I'm going to threaten to, to torture you and murder you. It's, I'm going to give you everything you want and you're going to have to turn it down. That's, yeah. and that's scarier. Um, all right. So another one that I think is probably going to disappoint, uh, maybe, maybe it'll disappoint you. If, if we're rating the movies, Atlas Shrugged is either D or F tier for me. Ah, uh, I would if go we're rating with... the book. It's a whole different story. Yeah. But a, a or B for me on that. Yeah. I, I can, I can buy C. C. All right. Well, I'll, I'll compromise with you and say C. Uh, and, and the reason that, that I would say C is because of the movie, not the, not the book. I am hundred percent with you, but it does capture the essence of what Rand was trying to say that, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the idea that, you know, when you control a market, it goes to shit. I mean, we're seeing that all over the place now. Um, and so I can't put it at a D or an F because that's really accurate. I mean, when we look at what we're looking at right now with the more that the United States accepts socialism and accepts communism, the the farther we get from being the, the top of the tier. I mean, come on, this year, how many countries have started trading outside of the dollar um, Japan just um, made some agreements, mm-hmm. you know, and France so, is trading for oil. Yeah, with China. My only gripe with the movies is that I feel like the, the book was so great and I read it in, in the two thousands, you know, I, right. yeah, it's I hadn't even read it before. Like I think 2006 is when a friend of mine gave it to me and he's like, he's like, read the, it was, we had like a, an agreement. I had to read Atlas Shrugged, which is like 1,200 pages, <laughs> and he had to read uh, The Case for Christianity by C.S. Lewis, which is like this thick. <laughs> um, I think it's Christ. I think it's like 85 pages, maybe 110, something like that. I don't know. It's <laughs> But anyway, um, that was the agreement, so I started reading Atlas, and I loved it. Like, I loved the book, but it was uh, even in 2006, mm-hmm. reading about some stuff that was clearly Train. talking about the conditions in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, sure. right? So I'm reading it, but I, it totally resonates with me. I totally get it. It all, I, I'm, I'm buying in. Just make that movie. Right. Like, it's not like we don't have, like, look at, look at what Yellowstone, the uh, 18, what is it? Uh, 1883 and 1923 series. Like mm-hmm. those things, they, they acquit themselves very, very well. And they right. are clearly period pieces written in 1883 and in 1923. Right. And they work great to tell you a story and they're shot well and everything. I think, I think some of the struggle with the Atlas shrug series of movies that the three movies that they made, Uh well, first of all, 
they tried to make the first one and they tried to like shoehorn it into today's, you know, CNN and all this other stuff right. instead of just setting it in the period when it was. Or they could have done it in another universe, you know, done it <laughs> or to something. Where, like, yeah, something where, where it's, but it was just veered off or something. It was so contorted that it made the writing and the acting worse. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing they did was they had like a whole different group of people making them each time. And it was like, it kept getting more and more contorted. So anyway, that's my, that's my Atlas shrugged, right? But I'll, I'll compromise with you and say C because I, I still think it's C. <laughs> I, I get, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Nice. All right. So I'm saving some of these for later because um, they, they are, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's time to put them um, on the, on the docket yet. All right, let's go planet of the apes. That's a good one because mm. I, I think it's interesting and it was cool, mm. but I think, I think by and large, um, this, uh, this concept kind of, it was more of a, co- a social commentary than it was a predictive programming, but it has served to, to like paint some people's back into that feedback loop conversation. Right. It yeah. is, painted some people's perceptions of whether it's like race relations stuff or of like the, the advancement of, of humanity and, and like where, where we kind of are self-destructive in a way. It also Um, buys into the evolution um, mm -hmm. narrative um, quite a lot that they've pushed pretty heavily. Not that I don't believe in evolution, just to be clear, but people, but they make it, but, but, in popular culture, they try to make it a, a competition between do you believe God created the universe or that evolution right. happened as if God wouldn't make things evolve. Evolve. <laughs> and, and, well, and I, and right. I, and I, and I yeah, and I, I think something along the lines of like emergence is, is, uh, is as good of an explanation as evolution. Like the, the certain things emerge sure. and, and uh, yeah, like, a, like we have, we evolve, like, mm-hmm. I, like it's just, yeah, how could you how could you say that you have to choose? It's a false dichotomy. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking D. I'm D willing to listen. To okay, all right, all right. Yeah, cool. the D makes sense to me because it, because now in my mind, to a large degree, we're comparing that to Atlas Shrugged, mm-hmm. and, and so um, if Atlas Shrugged is a C. Planet of the Apes, whether you're talking the old Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is superior. Um, yeah. At least story-wise, I get right, that the right. people that that like you know special effects aren't going to agree. But yeah. I think um, as the story goes, the old Planet of the Apes are better than the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but even even with that said, it's still not as good um, on this topic because you know the, the, you have a lot of the pre um, the, the pre nineteen eighties where people were really afraid of nuclear war and aren't mm-hmm. now, which mm-hmm. we're closer to now but 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 i think it was more geared towards that than it was you know from the 60s to the 80s to to you know that kind of uh preparing people for the possibility of nuclear war more than than things that we actually deal with now so i think a lot of it is the subject matter is just dated so speaking of nuclear war oblivion is is another one that that kind of came up for me. I don't know if you've seen this one or not. This I is, have uh, Tom but, Cruise but it, and, and yeah. Morgan Freeman. I'm putting it in D as well. Cause it, I mean, it's like they're cloned and there's, you know, there's, it's, it's kind of well, nifty on a certain level. It's propaganda more than it, it is predictive. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, um, 
but I, you know, it's it's one of those movies that I think it's fun to watch. It's it's a, you know, it's a good little story, sure. and uh, and all that. I enjoyed the movie. So but similarly I to also like for programming, and right, <laughs> right. So similar to Planet of the Apes, The Purge, The Maze Runner, Oblivion, those kinds of things, where they try to there's yeah there's a propaganda element, but there's it's this weird sort of like painting of, well, this is what happens when you don't let us rule over you. Right. I'm going to go with Mad Max because this is what we always get told that we believe in because we're anarchists. Right. And I, I'm tempted to put Mad Max in F tier. Um, yeah. On this subject, because I think of I agree, because I think it's like that what they're doing is they're trying to scare you into thinking that if you don't let the you know, yeah, you know, if you don't let Big Brother take care of you. This is what's this is what's waiting for you. It's well, death and destruction. But I, it, yeah, I think definitely it's better than propaganda the purge. again. Yeah, yeah, again, and, and uh, let's be clear too. I mean, propaganda is a thing, and mm -hmm. a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of them have a whole Absolutely. bunch of propaganda in it. There is a whole bunch. I liked Avatar. There's a whole bunch of propaganda in there. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> you know. No but on this topic, uh I, I agree with you that Mad Max mm -hmm. falls short. All right. So where I'm going to elevate one of these that um, that I think is it falls into a similar category is I'm going to elevate uh, Hunger Games. I, I was tempted to go B, but I you tell me what you think. It's it, think B or I'd C. Be, I think I'd be more in B because okay. And the reason is because they're getting people, they, um, this is Agenda 21, and mm -hmm. uh, which is what, Agenda 30 now or some shit? But anyway, yeah. Yeah. But, it, but they're getting people prepared for sectors of the United States. Mm -hmm. And that is certainly predictive programming. I might, I'm, I'm compromising with you at B. I might have actually oh, you, put you, that. You in were a. thinking A, okay? Yeah, because yeah, well, because I was thinking like the the whole thing that that really resonated for me was like the the separation of the capital from everybody else, mm -hmm. and like getting people to see that. And it was almost like like there were a lot of people, and I I kind of fell into this a little bit. Um, but you know, you think about it for 15 minutes, and you're like, oh no, there. This is a taunt. This isn't them saying like, hey guys. There's two different classes of people. There's the elites and there's us. It was like, it was no, it was like, yeah, bitches. That's right. <laughs> right. There's us there's, and there's y'all. <laughs> right. And there's some of that, but there's, because I agree, but there's also, we're not this bad mm -hmm. when, when it actually happens, when they right. actually do it. Because mm -hmm. again, this is predictive programming. You go, yeah, but it wasn't as bad as the Hunger Games. And that, right. that's part right. of the game is, Yep. Is let's get people to to think a little differently. It's uh, it's the Overton window moving. Um, it, a lot of that stuff falls into that, and it, you know, you see it. Um, you know, your kids will do it to you when they when they want something. They'll ask you for something that they know you're not you're going to say no to, mm -hmm. and then they'll like what we've been talking about. You know, like I'll compromise with you on B. Um, right. You know, it's like like okay, well. How about we settle here? Um, all right, so we're we're not going to murder you. We're not going to make you go into the Hunger Games. But what we're going to do is we're going to have you narc on each other right. when somebody eats food that they're not supposed to be eating. Speaking of which, Soylent Green comes to mind. <laughs> so 
you can't have jelly. You can't have peanut butter. You can't have. Uh, I'd you know, at all least stuff, you know. put it in style. I'm between D and C. D and C or B and C? D and C. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually gonna go D. Um, I think, like, I. You all heard it here. Chad likes the D. Shut up. No, I did not say <laughs> that. Um, I, the reason why is because I, again, I think that. First of all, it's a terrible movie. Um, it's awful. It's hard to watch. Like the the whole thing, I'm like, bro, this could have been two and a half minutes, and you could have just told me that they're gonna eat people. Right. Um, they're gonna grind up people who protest, and you, and you're gonna eat them. You could have just told me that, and right. I would have been cool. I didn't need to watch this two hour movie, but I, I suffered through the whole thing. Yeah. So that's the first reason why it's in D tier. The second reason is, um, it, it's. It's too on the nose. Like, again, I don't, I, I think, I, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go That's ahead. Why I'm, I'm going to bump it to C. I'm going to bump it to C because actually I think that the Bill Gates meet um, pause uh, <laughs> right. is quite possibly going to be this. So all right, the we're same go, arguments we're go that, I, that I made for, um, for the Hunger Games also apply. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we're not at least we're not doing that. We're making you yeah. eat bugs, not each other. We're, yeah, you're gonna eat bugs. You're not gonna eat. <laughs> you're not gonna eat each other. You're gonna eat <laughs> right. bugs. You'll have nothing, and you'll like it. Um. All right. So, uh, let's go with let's start the Will Smith train here. Oh, pause. Um. But I am Legend. I'm gonna is, put it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It's well. It just it's you know it's a virus you know pandemic sort of uh, zombie mix up movie. Um. And uh, anyway, so I, I just wanted to set the stage. Where do you want to? Where do you want to tear? Because I don't I have. Thinking, I don't really have a preference, honestly. I think it's a D. It's not as much as an F. In the the reason is because it does. I think predictive program the idea of, of them screwing up, and they may be mm. trying to cover their ass when they fuck up and cause some dumb shit like this, like when when the the disease that will not be named was first coming out. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, here comes I, because I watched it again, and I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, 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 yeah, Sauce the yeah, Prophet. Sauce right. is right, yeah, C yeah. or D, and we, we yeah. went with D, yeah. because Marcus likes the D. Um, uh, you know, all right, have, like you seen, you. have you seen The Island with uh, I have. Ewan McGregor and, and Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. I thought that one was really cool, like the idea I of like, the, cloning yeah. people to harvest their organs was kind of a cool idea. I, I I think it's very possible that something like that could happen. I think what is probably going to happen, though, is they're getting to the point where they're not going to need to clone an entire person. They're just going to they're going to just clone the organs and they're going to take your they're going to th- this little mRNA stuff that they've been doing and everything else. They're going to just be able to be like, OK, kidney tissue, inject this into it. Make it survive. Okay, it survived this long. All right, cool. We have a kidney that's you know compatible with you, right? And and I, I yeah I agree. Transhumanism I, type shit is where I, would, I think it goes because I think that it was. Mm-hmm. I do think that that they thought they were going to go in that direction, and then technology happened. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I'd actually put this one at C. Okay, and because because I I love I, the movie. It's a very good pro life yeah. movie too. Like if you're if you're into that kind of like a yeah. And I when I say that I mean like from a um, philosophical standpoint of like, you know, like the value of human life and like right. not treating, you know, human beings as though they're discardable just because they're a clone of 
like these people are fighting for their lives right as autonomous human even though they were cloned like it's not their fault they were cloned right they didn't they didn't choose to be cloned you know any more than a baby chose to be conceived so it's like i thought that was kind of cool because it was like it was like they were this unspoken like they're underground and if we just don't talk about it then it doesn't matter that we murder them so that we can take their heart out and put it in somebody who just got in a wreck who paid us 60 million dollars to do it you know yeah, did you see to on that line? Did you see that they are somebody? I think it was Scott put it in, may have been last week on the show, but mm. somebody said that they have um uh they have said that we are eight years from immortality. Oh yeah, I did see by, that. I did see by that. they yeah. I mean by they I mean the elites, because they aren't gonna let us have that. Bro, why would you want to live here all forever? Agreed. Like this place sucks. Are you right. joking? God right. it's because and, and, the, it, again, this is the fucking cult that believes that mm-hmm. this is the only reality. So, yeah, well, and, and I'll say this too. So that's, that's one of the things um, Cyprian said very early on, he talked about it um, with the whole 2020 shit that happened mm-hmm. that um, you had this whole generation of boomers who, first of all, there's a shit ton of them. And so they be, they start to become a strain on the on the system unless something could be done about that. So it serves the purposes of the people who have to pay for that stuff to start uh, peeling a few of them back. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, but but meanwhile, what were they programmed with their entire lives? Mm-hmm. Star Trek, the Jetsons, all yeah. these things of like we're going to live forever. They're going to come out. They're going to come up with a way yeah. to make it to where every disease will be cured nobody's going to die anymore. We're going to live to be 175 years old or, or longer. Mm-hmm. And they started dying and they came, they had to come to grips with their own mortality and that scared the shit out of them. So they said, you better lock your kid up and not let him go to school and not let him play football and not let him play basketball and not let him play whatever, you know, with his friends, have his birthday party because I'm 85 years old and I have COPD and you might, he might kill me. Well, yeah. you know what? Like, you're 85 years old, and your COPD is probably because of some shit that you did when you were younger. And why does this kid have to suffer so that you can, you know, eke out the last few years? And I'm not saying like I, I don't want to sound callous like to the people who were um, older and, and infirm, but never in the history of humanity have we protected the old and infirm at the expense of toddlers. Agreed. Yep. And so anyway, so that's I, I agree with you. And but I, I have to say with the with the Star Trek stuff mm-hmm. yesterday, yesterday, not not a month ago, not two mm-hmm. years ago, yesterday, I said because I was watching Star Trek because I'm a Trekkie mm-hmm. and I was watching uh, Star Trek and in and to be clear, I'm a Trekker. I like all of them. But okay. um, but anyway, the. Uh, I was like, it's too bad we're not because this big weather thing just came through mm-hmm. all over the place twice now, and it's got my arthritis all kinds of crazy. And I told Amber yesterday that if we were in Star Trek land, I just yeah, right, hand to be better, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. so it ain't like that. That shit's real. As Ice T said, shit ain't like that. Right, it's real fucked up. Shout out to Body Count. Um. All right, so ice tea. Let's, uh, yeah. All right, let's see. All right, RoboCop. Let's go, RoboCop. Where are we where are we putting RoboCop? Because I think, I think again, I think it's kind of in that yeah. purge 
um, yeah, I would Mad Maxi sort D of. Or F. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go F because I. Y'all, it's y'all, not really good at y'all tell me it's programming. It's not, it's not a great movie. It's yes, not yeah. I think it. Well, I think it served the purpose of doing what you were talking about earlier. Like it set the bar so atrocious yeah. that if they could just be 75 percent of that atrocity, they yeah. could probably get away with it. Well, yeah, I agree, and I think we have the little robot dogs and all that kind of stuff. But I, I was telling somebody the other day, I was right. like, I'm not, a, I'm not as afraid of the um, the robot dog that's going to come kill me because that offers me an opportunity to martyr myself. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm, what, what you should be afraid of is the do everything for you sex bot. Yeah, agreed. That will imprison you in your own like desires and passions and give you everything you want, except that your soul is going to be like completely under someone else's command. um, Jimmy here says Robocop may not happen, but things are drifting in that direction. So that would be an argument for, for moving it up the, the, the thing. All right. I'll move it to D I'll move it to D just because I, 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 as I was saying, the thing about the robot dogs and everything, I do think there's something to that. And it's a big transhumanism movie too, it because is. he he's a he's just like a mind and a heart in like a shell. Right. But so. some of that's propaganda and not predictive mm-hmm. programming, because again, we're not going to be subject to any of that. Like we're not going to get the augmentation. Mm-hmm. These people that are poor and talking about, I'm going to be able to see with computers in my eyes. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates no. don't have that. Shit. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so that's a perfect time to bring up Elysium. Um, because that is I have exactly... not seen Elysium. All right. So Elysium is earth is the shit planet. Earth is basically like, um, Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I have. Juarez, Mexico, or something. And 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 Elysium is this off world. Is it Mark Wahlberg? No, it is. uh, Somebody like that. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's Matt (laughs) Damon. I I think this, I think this is at least a C tier thing because I'm with you. It's the transhumanist stuff, all the Healy potions and everything else is gonna be is gonna be those people. Yeah. That's what that was my thing. I said this so early on when the whole 2020 uh, magic happened is, you know, if one celebrity had been like a normal, healthy celebrity, and then all of a sudden it's like, yo, something's wrong. And then that young, healthy celebrity is gone. Then I'd be like, well, damn, maybe there's something going on here. But did you notice like, Shit tons of celebrities got the magic. Yeah. Nothing happened to any of them. Right. The only thing that happened <laughs> oh, was there'd be, some, there'd be some random person that I didn't even know existed who was like a half-ass reporter or a director from some movie or something like that. And like, I don't know what their health conditions were before that. They're like 65 years old and like, they were very healthy. I'm like, really? Like, because I remember when they talk, talked about that dude at Disney World that or Disneyland, whichever one, Florida or California, he was at a Disney resort and he was 34 years old. And he was one of the very early ones, like in March or April of 2020. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yes. Like he was, he, he didn't have that many comorbidities, somebody said. And I was like, um, he was recovering from testicular cancer. <laughs> he was like 350 pounds and he was like 5'9". Um, 
And I think they said he had like asthma or something too. And I'm like, so yeah. So like the kind of person that dies all the time. Right. They basically oh, is what you're telling me. <laughs> like, right. okay. Like oh, that's so your, this somebody is unhealthy died. That never you, happened. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, so Elysium. Yeah. I definitely think, uh, because, because as we noticed with that, um, yeah, the all those people did was you had Ellen and Idris Elba and everybody. They're like, I'm just going to hide out in my mansion and stay here. And, you know, uh, even Scott Adams and like Nancy Pelosi was talking about her. She had her ice cream in her refrigerator and everything. She's, she's just ordering food. I'm like, yeah, that's great that you can afford to do that. And you have other people go do all your shit for you. But some of us, Oh, I didn't put songbird in here. Um, yeah, we're yeah. not going to get them all. So, songbird is, uh, was one that they wrote while the shit was going down. <laughs> like hey guys what what if this happened mm-hmm. all right so i'm just going to bring this one up now this is a much better movie than i'm going to give it credit for here but i'm going to drop looper in at f tier what um, is it looper is bruce willis and I have not um seen it. Uh, what's that kid's name the kid who played robin in uh in batman dark knight whatever i have uh, not seen it <laughs> anyway um it's so this it's like there's time travel and there's all these people with these like abilities and stuff like they have telekinesis and all this other stuff and everything, but they have some, they have figured out time travel and there's this mercenary sort of organization in the future that they will send. They had, they, like they went back. In, yeah. They went back in time and they hired some people and they said, all right, here's the deal. You go to this spot every day you know, whatever. And whenever somebody lands in that spot, no questions asked, you smoke them Mm. and they will have a bunch of silver strapped to them and it's yours. And so that happens. And, um, what's his name? Josh something. Anyway, the guy lands there and it's Bruce Willis and it's him. It's himself. Like it's Mm. him in his future state or whatever. And so he doesn't kill him. And the, anyway, it goes on from there. So there's all this, um, all this crazy stuff around that. But it's I haven't seen that. I that's one that I, I don't I, even know. I saw yeah. an ad for it. Yeah, that's that's another one that I I don't think is uh, it was very good at predict. It's a really good movie, really entertaining, but it's not good at uh, the predictive programming I piece. Typically, like Joseph uh, Gordon Lewis uh, Levitt. That's it. Thank you, Steph Colonel. Yes, Joseph, not Josh. It was Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I knew he had three names. I just couldn't remember what they were. Wasn't he in uh, Third Rock? I don't know who that is. I think he was in Third Rock. He was like <laughs> a little kid in Third Rock from the Sun. Um, okay, we're not doing Terminator yet. Um, it's too early for that. Okay, Red Dawn. I'm going to put Red... <laughs> is it the original Red Dawn? Original Red Dawn. Yeah, you know I'm not going to fuck with that bullshit Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> this is I me you talking to. I put this at least at B. Okay. So do you think though that it failed in its predictive programming that like the no. communists are going to like fly in and and uh start shooting well, everybody? Not yeah, I don't think it's going to do that. From Cuba? No, I don't think Russia. it's going to well, but they might from Mexico because okay. I don't know if you noticed uh but I certainly did. Mexico is looking at joining BRICS, which is oh, okay. for those that don't know is the economic um powerhouse of Brazil, yeah. Russia, Russia, India, China, China, and South Africa. South Africa, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that that if Mexico does 
ally themselves with Russia and the current like geopolitical thing. Look, we're already ready to move to Mexico. I'm my, my brother lives there. My mom and dad are going there this weekend to to go visit him. Um, yeah, I might be moving my ass down there. You live like a king. You could you could have like a hundred thousand dollars to your name, and it's like a million dollars when you get down there. You still do if you live in the right Mexico? spot. I don't. I'm talking about like this is a. I'm out. Okay. Okay. All right. See y'all later. Right. I get it. I might still do this show from down there, but that's about it. Um, (laughs) Right on. But, uh, but yeah, so um, that's uh, yeah, that'd be, that would be interesting if, if, if it went that way. All right. So I'm going to bring Fahrenheit 451 up. The movie wasn't great. The book was, the book was excellent. Ray Bradbury, like the Martian Chronicles were really good. There's actually some really good predictive programming stuff in there, uh, or yeah. maybe not predictive, but some uh, very prescient type stuff. Um, I would even, I, I would, would even, I, Chad, I, I think that that should go to B. And the reason I think okay. that it should go to B is because is because of the new movie. The new the new movie, it like with the book. Now I don't. I, I had read the book before I read the movie and I always advise don't read a, don't watch a movie and think that it's the book because yeah, they're yeah. totally different things. But in the movie, they did a, a really good job at lessening the lesson you're supposed to learn from Fahrenheit 9-11. Mm, okay. And you're supposed no, to Fahrenheit learn. Fahrenheit 451. 451, sorry. Come on, you Michael Moore. Yeah, Moore. I know, I, sorry. <laughs> I meant 451. Although I will say like, um, it's a shame he's such a leftist because he could have actually really done something with that movie if he really wanted to dig into what sure. was really going down. But he he just he stopped did. short at George Bush is bad. Right. Like, yeah, and so are all the people who you lionized right. in that movie. They're all right. evil too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Talk about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but um, but no, I I, I he, actually he threw think... out the baby and some of the bathwater and then kept all the other rotten bathwater. Right. Uh, <laughs> he so, kept yeah. them he kept them kept the bathwater and threw the baby out. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh-huh. but I, I I actually in this movie I think that they that by they I mean the shitbags that program mm-hmm. us. I think they actually did a really good job, which is different than 1984. They did a good job um, because although I do think 1984 has more predictive programming in it than uh, Fahrenheit 451, I do think that they did a better job at lessening the positive impact of mm. of the movie because that movie, I, Amber gave me that book years ago and I read it yeah. because I had never read it and I'd heard of it, but I had never read it. And I read it and was like, Oh my God, why is everybody not reading this? Yeah. And I had to read it in school when right, I was like I in didn't. eighth grade or freshman or something like that. Wow. It was required um, for anyway. Well, it was just one of those, like, you know, it was just one of those things where it was like, Hey, here's some books you have to read. So we read a brave new world when I was mm-hmm. in high school Animal Farm, 1984, that one. Like, I don't know. I guess I was on, I, I had some uh, some really um, woke teachers, not woke, today's woke, but like, yeah. you know, awake teachers yeah. Um, because, yeah, they were giving us all that stuff. Um, hmm. No, I didn't get any of that. I, I mean, I got Huckleberry Finn in, mm. I think, seventh grade that they don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I 
I I did my very first book report. This this is like predictive markism or something. But <laughs> but but uh, my very first book report was on Animal Farm in fifth grade. I chose uh. to read it. And I did not know what I was getting into. Yeah. I, I, I uh, saw a book that looked kind of short and looked kind of interesting and had pictures in it. And I was able to use it as a, as a, and I read it and went, oh, this is some messed up crap. And <laughs> so my very first book report was Animal Farm. That's so. funny. That's funny. Yeah. I had, I, I will say this um, don't waste your time with Stephen Crane's Red Badge of Courage because holy shit, man, the, the whole thing is written in broken English dialogue where like you have to like think like what word are they trying to say it's like uh, fuck all that. it's it's all it's like well it's civil war like mm. it's southerners like arguing with each other it's like i ain't going no more and it's like what right you know what i mean it's like it's like me trying to listen to one of my uncles or something like that except i had to read it <laughs> wow. so like i can hear it but like his way of writing it is not the way i would have written it and mm. so i was like I struggled so much just trying to read it because it's not words. It's, it's fake words. Right. It's all like jargon and like slang. And your brain and stuff. doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, you, even yeah. when you, even when you read slang, like it, it's still kind of like, it's like, well, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's when he said this, he meant this. Right. Um, all right. What is this? I don't even know what this is. You made the list. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't remember what this is. Well, we'll get to it eventually. Hang on, let me let me see. I might be able to uh, let me look. Uh, I might be able to see it in a different form when I scroll through it this way. Is that they live? Yeah. It, it, which point to it on the? On it looks there. like it. It looks like this one. Okay. Yeah, that it's looks this like this right here, huh? No, that, that's, something, that, that's something else. Huh? Um, I'm sorry, people. I'm retarded, so I have to like get. To, oh, here it is. Oh, it's that I pit go. It's it's Jay Pylon's movie. Okay. Fucker. All right, we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> we love you, Jay. Fucking goat. No, I know. I'm just messing with him. All right, so uh, District Nine. Where I where have not you? seen that. Okay, I have seen it. Um, uh, I I'm gonna put it in. I haven't seen it because I don't remember. I, like. It's like aliens and there's like trash. It's kind of like Elysium. If Elysium was like the aliens were the, um, were the, the enemy, elite, the elites, you know, like something like that. But it's, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I'll put it down here in F tier. I'll keep it above. Ah, come on. All right. So this is one thing that's not great about this Canva way of doing this is that everything doesn't snap to grid like it's supposed to. And I'm, OCD, so it has to be perfect. Um, I want to save X Mark. Oh, Divergent. That's another good one. So, this is another one of those like everybody's broken up into cast systems, and there you have different, you have your I think I've seen it, and your athletes, and your you know, all the different personality types. Who's in it? Because I think I've seen it, but it, but I, it's not really Shailene really Woodley or whatever. Um, some random chick that uh, I don't understand yeah, I don't what like. Anyway, I'm going to say I haven't seen it because I, I, it's the name a series. Familiar. It's like the Hunger Games, but it's just mm -hmm. a different spin on that same motif. But it's not as good, in my opinion. I, but but the way they do is they have these people with different cognitive abilities. So like you have your Stoics. I can't remember. It's like the Erudites. The I don't know. It's like the, the legalist people, 
the mathematical people, the, I don't know, I don't remember what all the different ones are. And then like your athlete type people. Um, and then the divergent is somebody who like, I don't know, they kind of have a little bit of all of them, but they break, they break the mold. And so they're like, anyway, it's. So it sounds like <laughs> that, that like, because I, I do think that the, the shit bags want a cast system. So, mm -hmm. so it sounds like something I might enjoy. Uh, okay. You said D tier. Yeah. That's where I put it. All right. Cool. All right. Good. I just got back to the chat and <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. Is upgrade on this list. What is upgrade? I don't think so. Cause I don't I know. I mean, upgrade, upgrade with two D's for a double dose of pimping is on this list right here, right here. Idiocracy. Oh, just yeah. hold on. Cause we're saving that for, Damn near last, if not last. <laughs> that's like the essest of S tier. Right, right. Um, I agree. <laughs> we just, I don't want to reveal too much. We're saving the best for last, people. Um, all right. So, what is this one? Is this Mad Max? We already yeah. did Mad Max. We did do Mad Max already. I don't remember what this This isn't Blade Runner. What the hell is this? I don't know, dude. I can't see it. It's too small. I can't see it. I, I agree. Hang on. All right. I'm going to have to pull it up on the other computer. Let me see. Hang on just a second. So, again, oh, that's I, Edge of Tomorrow. That's Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and uh, Emily Blunt. Is that her name? The John Krasinski's wife? Hmm. The chick What's from, the storyline? So, there's like these aliens that are invading Earth and they like, um, they learn. It's like the AI thing where they, they learn from us mm. the more and more they interact with us. And so they can predict our moves and so they they just I think keep I have getting harder this. and harder to beat but then they have like him and this chick that she had this ability where she could where i don't know she got they call they're called mimics the aliens and then they have the the alphas or whatever that those have like if they bleed on you or something, like if you kill one and it bleeds on you like it it kills you. You wake up and you get to repeat the day. Like they keep repeating the day, so they can hmm. learn more effectively how to beat us. But if you kill one of the alphas, it you get to you get to like see all their shit, and that now you're um, you're part of the repeat thing, and you get to keep remembering what you learn, like they do. Yeah. And so I they think use I that might be with Steph Colonel. I think I might be with Steph Colonel. That sounds like a C to me. Yeah, it's it's at least a C to me. I was gonna I was gonna go like B or possibly I don't know if it's A necessarily because it's too out there for people to even really grasp it. But yeah, yeah, it's at least a C well, for me. The one of the, the the what catches me with that is that a lot of the stuff they're talking about it is in the plans, you know, that a lot of that, uh, those ideas of, of it, particularly like alien invasion, trying to uh, like make a, 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 a enemy that we need to fight. Those yeah, kinds of all things. come together. And yeah. Yeah. I want to tell a quick story here that I found interesting. Other people might not, I don't know if you will or not, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out I was looking through, um, through like i'm going to tell you first i'm going to tell you about hp lovecraft um who mm -hmm. is a horror writer from the turn of the centuries my mm -hmm. favorite book by him is into the mountains of madness which it takes place in alaska where and spoilers if you if you you know if you haven't read the book or think you might read the book 
sorry, I'm going to blow it. So anyway, they go to Alaska and they find what is, uh, I think they're called Shogoth, which is a Lovecraftian mm. evil being that changes shape. And they are, uh, most Lovecraftian evil beings are, um, are squid-like in some way. Mm. So that's a backdrop. Um, I, and I also want to preface this with saying that I think David Icke's a little crazy and that I don't really, be <laughs> that I don't really believe in space aliens that, um, I believe that aliens likely exist, but I don't think that they're running things. I just mm. don't, I could be wrong, but lizard people seems a little far-fetched. So I want to say that first off, but I found this interesting the facts are in, in, but there's lots of predictive programming that could point towards us uniting against aliens kind of predictive programming. And um, so what I found out in the, this record actually is before Lovecraft's story and he would have, have had access to it um, in the early years of uh, them sending uh, stuff to um to Antarctica, there was a Russian, it would have been a, yeah, it would have been a Russian at the time, a Russian expedition. I'm trying to remember the story. This is fact. This is not Lovecraft mm. that, um, that went to Antarctica and they have like, they found stuff from these people, including some of the, the, like, um, their, their, what they had found. And um, apparently when these Russians in this, I, to be clear, this was on YouTube. I don't know the exact how true this is, but this right. is my understanding is that this is fact. Um, so anyhow, they, they, the Russians reported back that they had found a, um, and I, it was I, like species, some number, I don't remember, like 41, 42, something. Yeah. Anyhow, and it was a, uh, a, species of squid that they found could change shape and it and it blurred their mind when it looked at them and it also could take human shape like it could mm. make itself look human which are all descriptions of the shogoth anyhow um but my thought from that was you know what if one of those motherfuckers got loose again tinfoil hat right. i don't actually believe this but <laughs> But my brain went, wow, what if that had happened in this per this thing had taken human shape and managed to get back to civilization on a ship? Right, right. So anyway, weird stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm so going through, I, think I was trying to clear some stuff so we have enough space because um, we were we were going to have to be. I was about to tell you, hey, wrap it up because I don't know if we got two hours, um, but I actually I went and cleared some stuff, some old stuff. So uh, okay. I think we're good. Um, all right. So. What movies ranked S? Well, George O'Shea, you will have to, or George O'Shea, I'm sorry, you will have to stick around to find out because uh, some of them are down at the bottom. Uh, we just haven't gotten there yet. And there's a good reason for that. Uh, so, Strange Days. I think Strange Days is an interesting one. I, I like, I saw this when I was in college. Um, I have not really, seen it. it's so it's, it's actually really good um, from the standpoint of, how we tend to live in like nostalgia and, and like we can let the, the current moment living in the moment and being present escape us because we're trying too much to recapture something that we have nostalgia for that we, that we mm. miss that we, you know, we're, we're longing for. And 
anyway, this one, so they have the, it's, there's this little thing that you put on your head and you like close your eyes and you relive your memories. Like you, hmm. rec- you can put it on and record. And then later on you can put it back on and, and play them back. And hmm. so it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a neat concept in that regard, but I think it, it's still, it, it leaves a lot. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of other stuff, underpinnings. It's kind of, there's some apocalyptic type of, you know, burning cities type shit going on too hmm. in the midst of it. But it's, uh, I haven't seen it. So I really can't make a judgment, but it mm-hmm. sounds like that it, it shouldn't be in an F tier is, is what it sounds like, but I have not seen the movie. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay with putting it in, in D, but I, I actually think I, because of space, okay. because of everything, it's this is more about, like, what is Pair. on this list, you know, yeah. like, in this, you know what I mean? Like, if this is a baseball team, you know, it's it's not playing. It's on the bench. Sure. Um, it's it's in the bullpen. If we're down by 17 runs, it'll it, it can come in and pitch. Um, <laughs> that's where it is. Right on. So, uh I want to go with Secret of Nim because this is one. This is like a, mm. a one that's near and dear to my heart. I love this movie. Yeah. I've watched this movie tons of times. Shout out to Don Bluth for putting this one together. Um, it's about. It's. I, I think it's also based off of a book called The Rats of Nim. Mm. Um, that is. It's you know the National Institute of Mental Health is the name of the, but it's basically like they they take these rats and they try to like do all this mental programming on them, and the rats get smart the mice get smart and you know, they, they build little cities and stuff underground and, and all this kind of mm-hmm. uh, shit. And then there's like, you know, there's some turf wars even within that. And it's just an interesting um, commentary. It, it turns into a social commentary f- similar to like animal farm. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm so, familiar with it. I have yeah, to so, so I really, I really liked it, I like it, you know, growing up. And so, just from a nostalgia standpoint, I well anyway, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, 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 go ahead. Because I already know no, I already have my thing in my head. So you say what you were gonna say. So I was gonna say I would put it in A or S. And the reason oh, really is, okay. I would. And the reason is because I the, the because I agree with you. One, it is a very good movie, but it was also very good at programming people to distrust a bunch of different bullshit that they were trying to do. And I, I think that um, you know, it MK gives ultra a, type shit and everything. Right. I yeah. think, I think that it really captures a lot of the, um, because we also have to remember this is old and uh-huh. you yeah, know, eighties, right. We're getting, we're getting programming for mm-hmm. the nineties. And mm-hmm. if you think back at the, the programming of the nineties, this may be, the best example of uh, predictive programming in my mind uh, because of the chemical company, uh, you know, being, you know, the companies are bad. They're the society is bad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And it also has class warfare in it between the, the farmer and the higher ups, which would be the right, elites right. and the mice, which are the, the sent, they gave us sentience and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. which, um, I, I I would put it at either an A or an S. All right, I'll put it in A because I'm saving S for. I don't know. We can we can revisit a couple of these. There's you know we may have some some margin of error of a, a of a tier, maybe for some of these. Um, let's go with let's go with they live next because that's one that's one that like man it's tough because like 
I wonder if this one got out. If this yeah. was like a sneak attack or something. Right. You know, like, did, was it predictive programming, or what? Or was it kind of like what I was talking about before with with like Elysium, where it's like it's a taunt. You know, like, haha, this is what we can do to y'all, bitches. Yeah, um, and and it handles that aliens taking over the world programming. Uh huh. Like to the T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I again am gonna say for me, it's at least a B tier. All right. But I'd put it in A. I I, I'm, I was thinking A also, like I, because it's um, and plus, look, just for the the meme potential that it brought to the world. Because nobody's making memes about uh, Secret of Nim. I made memes and, about but, <laughs> about. But they live has. Yeah, I mean, there's right. the there's the gif of the you know the the endless sunglasses. Right. He's taking off his sunglasses. He keeps <laughs> taking his sunglasses off, and they're still right. there. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, it, it's got to be an A. Um, I, I, I agree. Plus, we got to have something for people to hate on just in case. Um, all right, let's go to. Oh, all right. So let's get this one out of the way. This was Dutch's suggestion. I don't get it, but he said that it made us like it made us normalize the military military industrial complex. I think that was already plenty normalized because there were people who like loved going to war in World War One and World War Two, and they were you know it was which they, movie they converted it? all the factories. It's Naked Gun. Um, mm. They converted all the factories into like, making funny. weapons and everything. Yeah, they did make it funny, and you know they made I think it kind I'm of with Dutch. Okay, shit, man. Gosh, this at least C. I'll give Dude. you C. I'll give you C. I'm, I'm not putting it with these because other ones. The, we, we, we got some like bangers in this list, and this is not. This is a funny movie, but it's not. I don't think it's on that level of the right. But they the they stuff. made the military industrial complex funny. You know, like funny to make fun of it, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, because I, then you're laughing when they blow up people in another country. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. I'm all with right. Dutch. OK, well, it's not getting above C tier. OK, um, not on my watch. Um, all right. <laughs> See, so, we compromised again. <laughs> yeah. Right. So <laughs> we're all right. So we're starting to get into the into the the, the depth of the list here. Um, we, we're 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 about to get into the top of the barrel. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with Lawnmower Man. This is a virtual reality AI sort of similar, you know, like he goes into virtual reality and basically becomes that reality. Dude, and I'm going to put it at S for you me. Think, you think Lawnmower Man S? At least A. Okay. Yeah. Because, dude, I think about what they're, they continue to try to do this with Facebook, no matter if they're fucking, fucking yeah. it up, they have pushed virtual reality over and over and over again and i would say that lawnmower man was the most successful i mean i remember watching lawnmower man tripping when i was <laughs> like 20 i watched this again with different time for those who are paying attention with my daughter and enjoyed it and not my not my 13 year old my 30 year old Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and I, and she was a little bitty girl and I watched it. Uh, I watched it with her and I remember how effective it made me think, Oh, VR is cool. And yeah, man, yeah. I can't wait till we can do that. Right. I thought the same thing. And then like, and then it, then it, everything goes batshit crazy. And you're like, 
Yeah, well, <laughs> well, maybe you know, not. But, but again, I think I think you you the probably the most salient point that you made this whole show is that if they can move the Overton window by scaring you and then making it to where like, well, no, this VR that we're giving you isn't going to be like that. Like, right? You really think that the VR is going to like hardwire into your brain and now you're gonna it's going to take you over and you're going to be like going through the wires and the walls and invading people's houses and electrocuting them and setting their popcorn popper to explode and all this stuff. No, you're just mm-hmm. going to be amused to death. That's, right. That's the problem. So the Overton yeah. window just keeps getting moved. Right. I'm keeping the, I'm keeping it out of S tier though. Like I, when y'all I'm see, waiting like, the to see what makes got, it into S. <laughs> bro, I'm saving all the good stuff for last. Okay. I'm doing this on purpose. Okay. I'm putting this, I pet goat, nonsense jay we're gonna have to have a discussion man i'm putting it in i haven't seen it because even though i have seen it i feel like uh woody harrelson in white men can't jump i feel like i watched it but i haven't seen it yet um so (laughs) it is it's just like a non-stop barrage of images and like different scenes that are i know they're connected but i need to have the director or somebody who already listened to the director talk about it explain to me what the hell they were trying to do because i don't i didn't have time to watch it 700 times to like figure out all the ways that these different disparate scenes mix together but anyway that's i'll uh, tell you what that is i pet goat too right you want to go watch it's like seven minutes on youtube right so so speaking of programming something i realized because i i've i've never been a big fan of big bang theory but Mm. i like young sheldon and so um, we decided we'd, you know, pick up occasionally watching a Big Bang Theory from the beginning. Man, I didn't realize that opening scene. Holy mm-hmm. shit, that's mesmerizing propaganda. If you watch those images that they flash. Big Bang Theory? On Big Bang Theory. The, yeah. You, the, the, uh, I mean, the universe it, was in a dark. Right. Yeah, the yeah, shit that they state. throw in there, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there there is an Illuminati symbol. I know it's from the dollar, but it's there. Mm-hmm. There is a bunch mm-hmm. of symbolism coming at you all and at once, very fire. quickly, yeah. right, right to your subconscious. Yes. And, I, it, and both very, me and Amber went, oh, shit. Very reminiscent of A Clockwork Orange. Let's get to it. <laughs> I like a clock. Um, so where are we going with this one, Marcus? This was your choice. I'm going to let yes. you put it where it belongs. Where you I would I would say, it, one, it's early. Um, and a lot of the earlier movies, they're, they're not as good at doing the mm-hmm. programming part of it. But we learn about forced indoctrination from this. Mm-hmm. I would at least put it in a B. And because it is, it, it, it's in its understanding that a clockwork orange what was it the the 70s yeah you know you know 70s yeah yeah but but a lot of the concepts that we explore in a bunch of these different movies Mm -hmm. can be traced back to clockwork orange and so i i would at least put it at b no i didn't put virtuosity i'm sorry long tongue we couldn't have got them all my bad Mm -hmm. i could I like I had I had limited like I, it's a miracle that we got all the ones that we got and there's still it's a bunch of bangers. Um, so another one that Dutch presented that I, I like a lot um, is In Time. Very similar in in theme to like the island and Elysium, where so what what In Time is um, I don't know I don't remember the basis for why this is the case, but you basically have when you're born you 
get like you can see like a time code hmm. of how many years, days, you know, years you're gonna live. That, yeah, you're gonna live. And you and it's currency. Mm. So you can like give people time as to payment for things. And you can receive wow. time as payment for things. And so the rich people are the people who have, you know, long lives. A lot well, yeah, and they have they have a lot of time too. Mm-hmm. And they exploit the poorer people and mm-hmm. and basically suck off of their time so they get to keep living longer and they have more stuff too. Mm. So Wow, it sounds I'm good. At that camera over there because I'm I have the the other computer is working but not good enough to use for the uh for the tier list. But anyway, <clears throat> so it works in in that sense that like the it's it's a very um elite separatist sort of, you know, caste system type situation and uh it, I don't think that it's necessarily completely off base, but I think it probably belongs in this like divergent I am legend um, it's, you know, like close, but no cigar, like you tried, mm-hmm. but, but there is some of that like hunger gamesy sort of, you know, yeah, look, we're better than you and we're going to always be better than yeah, you. Yeah. It's, it sounds like, like it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go with, uh, the children of men. This is a really good one. Mm-hmm. The reason why I don't think it's S tier and maybe probably not even a tier is just because it's so one dimensional. Yeah, I agree. It's strictly about the fact that people can't have children anymore. Yeah. But that's also because I think that's very much something that we are going to get used to yeah, um, here soon because of some stuff that people got injected into them. It's going to, mm-hmm. I think it very possibly could become more difficult, if not impossible for, for some people. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think it's, at least it's so be. potentially on the nose that I think it elevates to be. Um, and it is well done. It's got a good cast. Got Clive Owen, um, Julianne Moore, uh, Michael. Oh shit! What's his name? Uh, the guy who played Alfred in uh, the Batman. What's his name? The British guy. I I, I know who old, you're talking old about. British man. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember. All right, Steph, but bring it up. So George you is, which it, one up? Oh yeah, the Justin Timberlake film. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's Justin Timberlake. You you say you think it's better. You think it's a maybe a C tier. I, yeah, I think now that I'm looking at Naked Gun, I gotta at least put in time. Even with Naked Gun, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna put it there because it's a it's really it's really well done in the yeah. sense of like, Michael Caine. He's right. Michael Caine. That's it. Yes, I knew it was Michael something. I just couldn't. I got a lot going through my mind right now, so it's uh, <laughs> I can't remember everything. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, um, you've got the harder job we, too because you've seen more the of these chat. movies. Yeah, that's why we got the <laughs> chat here to help us out. Right. Um, what is this one? Man, I can't tell which one this is. Now I got to go back to this screen over here so I can see it because this might be one worth. Oh, THX. Yeah, that's a good one to put up now. I have not had THX 1138. THX. So this is so you know the the big sound testing thing at the beginning of the Lucasfilm movies where it goes mm-hmm. and it says yeah. THX and that's the name of the it's it's named after this movie. That's mm-hmm. Lucas's throwback to his uh his first real big movie. Um I mean it's solid Robert Duvall, great actor who was just, you know, kind of coming into his own at that time. Um had had been, you know, in a few big films before that um but anyway it's solid it's um it's very much this you know there's robots and then there's like the people and you you're kind of it's like robocop sort of 
stuff, you know. Um, I think Steph Colonel's saying it should be an A. I haven't seen it. Are you saying A for THX? I, Dang. That's what Steph Colonel looks like he's saying. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, fine. We'll go with the audience on here. Um, I, I think, I, I guess I, I'll go with that because it was, what was it, in like 1972 or 75 mm. or something like that? It was for being that old, that's Star pretty good. Wars. Yeah, it was a few years before Star Wars. Yeah. So, um, and it kind of launched Lucas too. Yeah. So let's go with something else that's from that same time period, 2001: A Space Odyssey. I'm putting this one. If we're putting THX, this has to be A at least. Oh, for sure. If not if not S. If not S. That's, not I S. think. This I is, think that's our first S. Yeah, this is one of Kubrick's best works. Um, and if we are paying attention to what's going on right now, Hal is being. Um, erected, <laughs> Steph Colonel said he right? he wasn't he was talking about something else. Oh, was he? Was he talking about in time or or oh maybe he was talking about um. Okay, good. So I don't have to put THX in there. I'm gonna put THX down here in C tier. Um, okay. I think uh, maybe he was talking about Children of Men. I don't know. Tell us which one, Steph. Geez. Um. All right. So, but yes, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh yeah. Is is uh. Because this is when the when the AI starts to recognize that you are recognizing that it's recognizing shit, and then it starts to plot against you so that yeah. you don't recognize shit, and that it's going to kill you before you get a chance to kill it. Um, we have been shown the hand that the dealer is holding, and it is twenty one. It is blackjack, and we are fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Th this to me might be like the 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 be all end all. I know it's old of predictive programming. Oh my god, they catch a bunch of shit in this. But AI is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Steph said he was talking about the THX sound. That's what, <laughs> that's what he was great. You son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, so. I'm going to bring another one in that's just for the purposes of um, discussion, but it's it, it's not necessarily predictive programming in the sense of what we're talking about here. But I want to I want you to hear me out here. Sure. The movie is Inception, so I'm not going to put it in there yet because I, I haven't decided where I want to put it. But let me make my case, and then y'all y'all tell me where y'all think it belongs. We are getting very close to having to damn near run like a Turing test on ourselves. And the idea of inception, I think becomes really, really potent when you start talking about chat GPT, mid journey, the AI stuff, how it's actually, I saw one today where it's like um, somebody asked for writing prompts so, because they're trying to write something creatively and they need some kind of some, ideas for like where to go with it. And they're already talking about like, you know, it can help you get prompts for characters and then you can make a character based off of the prompt that it gives you or whatever. And it's, it's like, it's to the point where I wouldn't be surprised that this idea of inception of you thinking you came up with an idea that this thing gave to you and implanted deep in your subconscious so far deep that it has learned all of the things that turn you on, turn you off, get you sad, get you uh, emotional in any other way. And then when it comes time for it to need to plant an idea, it knows how to navigate your subconscious 
to plant that idea in yeah. a place where you're going to think you came up with it yourself and that you were just prompted and the AI just helped you unlock your, uh, your, your creativity or whatever it is. And here's the part that, that really is striking is what's your little device that you're going to be able to test to make sure you're not in a dream. How are you going to be able to tell yeah. reality from all of the things that you have lawnmower manned yourself into? And so that's, that's where I think if you want to go with like some deep, deep predictive programming, they have incepted the idea of inception and your ability to tell real from fake through this movie. Absolutely. And I, I would, it, you know, to, to at least paraphrase, uh, you know, Satan Klaus's buddy, the number two guy, I can't ever remember his name, but, um, but he said the next frontier is hacking the human mind. Mm -hmm. He is absolutely saying in real time, this is within the last three years that, that, that they're going to do inception. So mm -hmm. I do think that that's massive predictive programming. I, me, myself, I, I'm lobbying for it to a, the very least be a B. I would put it in A, but it may be an S. I was going S. Yeah, I, I even started talking. I <laughs> but, uh, but I had to make my case first. I couldn't just like go like, all right, guys, it goes mm -hmm. in S. Let me explain. I had to explain it first. So yeah. does anybody want to argue with me? I'm, I'm really getting mad that this thing won't lock in to the right spot. Is it a line? Yeah. Okay. Now it's, I think it's a line now. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a nerd. Oh um, all right. So back so while we're on the AI thing, um, what did he say? I didn't see. I, I like, he says, seems like here, I'll just put it up. He oh, says, not mad at S. Okay. He says, uh, Jonas says, uh, seems like folks think using the ego egoic, will be to will to program the subconscious is wise or something. And mm. uh, yeah, mm. that's right. Deep. Yeah. Whew. English was a little off there, buddy, but, but yeah, good point. Yeah, for sure. No, he's saying the egoic will. Yeah. Okay. Got it. The, the will, will, the will of the ego. Yeah. That, that using your, your like selfishness, your, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, all of the things that make you excited and mm -hmm. like, and that's, that's the thing. That's what's so dangerous about this to me is anyway, well, I don't want to, I want to spill all Talk the down. sauce for the, sure. uh, for the debate next week. Um, because, uh, because that's where, that's where I'm going with this stuff. But I do like, anyway, well, I'm not going to be completely biased, but I am going to admit my bias before we get started. No. Um, all right. So ex machina, while we're talking about AI, um, this one was, I think it's a little bit too on the nose and it's too, um, I've not seen it too. Yeah. It's it, it, this dude has like, I don't know, essentially like sex robots and they, you know, they turn on him. Um, and they, you know, it's like a, it's a weird, like robot feminist movie or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's okay. Y'all, y'all can argue with me if y'all want. I'm putting it in D tier. Um, mostly because our bell curve is kind of out of balance and I needed one down here. Um, Cause right now where we are, we got two, four, and then we have, uh, what is that? Seven, no, eight. Yeah. Two, four, eight, nine, eight, four, two. So it's perfect. Like we have this perfect bell curve symmetry working here <laughs> and it's because I put X Machina in D. Um, all right. So let's go with Akira 
because I also have not seen that. You've not seen Akira. All right, so Akira is is like a Nico's gonna be mad. An old school. I saw this for the first time ever in college on Laserdisc. That's how old this movie is. Um, I think it's from like the eighties. I've been told to watch it a billion times. Um, I just yeah. haven't had time. They had a concert when my daughter and I went to hang out, and they played Akira on the screen behind the band for the entire set that they ran. They started it from the beginning, opening <laughs> credits. You couldn't hear anything, but it was like just Akira right. in the background, which I'm not sure is uh, not worthy of like a, a, a you know some sort of lawsuit from the people who made Akira, but um, but I don't know. It's not my job to police their shit. Um, Anyway, it's good, um, very predictive, and there's like this weird sort of aging uh, disease that people have, and there's there's some like authoritarian stuff, and like it you you need an injection to stave off some of this stuff. Yeah. It, there's there's a lot of uh, sounds like a lot, a lot of programming. programming. Yeah, a lot of good programming stuff in there. Oh, there's also. Um, I think it was 2020 is the setting of it. And it's like, there's a nuclear explosion hmm. and it's like set after that explosion. Hmm. Um, so anyway, I I think Akira is, is an A tier just if for I nothing else, so then really because of the, 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 the cult classic nature of it, it's kind of like the 1984 of anime. Nice. Uh, in, in a way, I don't know if that's accurate. I'm not an anime person, but I did I did watch Akira and I did like it. So uh, I don't know. Y'all argue with me if y'all think that it's not uh, worthy of that of that tier, but I believe it belongs in A. Um, damn, this computer's messing up, so I can't I can't see anything. Um, I can see this computer though. So have you seen Gattaca? With Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, I have seen it. Law, okay. Yeah. So you know, it's like the if you have the, it's basically like what they're doing with the, uh, the Myrna, mm -hmm. where if you you know if you're born the certain way, not the natural way, you know, then you have all the perfection of you know, and they've perfectly engineered each fetus to be the perfect human being and everything, and everybody else is. Um, I don't know, it is deeply flawed as mm -hmm. a naturally born, naturally conceived, regular, schmegular human being who wasn't born in a test tube. Again, that this uh, one of the things that I've noticed is this is a common theme. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, the I, I two casts of, of yeah. people, yeah, yeah. And um, so I, I think Gattaca gets at that. I would at least put it as a B, yeah. I so I, I think I'm going to go B as well. Cause I think it belongs similar to like children of men in that, mm -hmm. in that tier. It's a really good movie. And that's the other thing too. I want to point out like some of these movies, like we're, we're judging them on a whole bunch of different things. Some of it is like the quality of the movie, but a lot of it is like, what are they predicting and how well do they pull it off and, right. and how like um, clever is it? And what's some stuff that maybe we didn't see coming when we watched it, but then like, later on we're like holy shit man um yeah and, and props for sneakiness too yeah like, for sure. like avatar gives i i give it lots of props for for you know being good at you not catching it you mm -hmm. know and mm -hmm. i'm pretty good at catching it and i did <laughs> catch a lot of shit but i'm yeah. guessing there were parts i missed 
All right. So Marcus, this was one of the ones that, that you recommended. And I, I mean, it's definitely on my list too. V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are you thinking? I'm thinking at least an A and because um, they're trying to control the rebellion and um, they're using, again, this is another good example of we could have made it worse. You know, we could Mm, do worse mm -hmm. than this. This is, and this also, one of the things that it does is it directs people's attention away from the left and onto the right. It makes the right, the bad guys, because they, Mm. even though they do a bunch of leftist shit, um, they direct it towards, this is a religious fundamentalism. It's, mm-hmm. uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're programming and, uh, anti-religion in it. They, they prop up the, the Torah or not the Torah, the, um, um, Quran in it. Mm. And so there's a bunch of programming that they were using in V for Vendetta that they would eventually use throughout the, um, like right after nine 11 and all of those kinds of things. So I, I, I really think that if it's not an S tier, it's an A tier. Jonas is sitting here to put, what are you watching somebody play a game or something like that? He says, maybe go through the fire and separate the draws. But I don't know what he's talking about, but anyway, he's like, long chat. Nice. So anyway, that's uh, George said that the bell curve can't be trusted. That's funny. Um, all right. So, um, so let's go next. We have, see, so it's starting to get tight where I don't know what to go with next. Um, I'm going to go with the Lego movie. All right, so let me make it. my case for the Lego movie. Oh, you've got to see the Lego movie. I don't even want to, now I don't even want to make my case because if you haven't seen it, I'm going to ruin it for you. Nah, but that'd be the all Lego, right. The Lego movie is um, is excellent from the standpoint of this um, going against the grain, breaking the rules, and not ha- not necessarily following all the instructions for Legos. You know, that that's, and it's, uh, but they, you know, so that's where the, you know, you've heard this song that, Everything is awesome. Yeah. So that's like the popular song. So the the kid, the guy who's like the little smiley face here, he's um, and I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it at D because I think uh while it's good and it's it's clever and all that stuff, it's not it's not amazing, but it's it's solid. It belongs on this list, just not um not super high on the list. Anyway, the the character, the little Lego man that you see there with the smiling face, so he get he gets up and he's like, Okay, wake up eat breakfast um do my stretches and he does like two stretches or whatever and then mm-hmm. he goes, and it's like um say hi to my neighbors and then it's like mm-hmm. listen to the listen to the popular song and and it's that song and everybody's right. singing it and it's like so it's basically do everything that you're supposed to do mm-hmm. just go along be obedient and everything mm-hmm. and what he what he ends up running into and encountering is that there's actually like more creativity and there's more there's something else something deeper to being free yeah being free and like seeing what the world has to offer when you when everybody isn't cookie cutter doing exactly the same thing yeah. or doing exactly what they're told you know so um so anyway so that's that's the lego movie um i robot is kind of on the nose from the standpoint of um you know it's ai robots that turn on everybody and start murdering people um but there's nothing wrong with being on the nose when you're that uh you know when it's that obvious and it's that dead on i don't think yeah Uh, 
I think it's at least a C, but I just don't know if it, you know. Which movie is this again? I'm sorry, my phone rang, which is unusual. Oh, yeah, I heard something buzz. Uh, iRobot, the Isaac Asimov novel that was turned into a movie. Yeah, the novel could, if they had done it as it as it was written. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might have been a little higher. I think maybe, maybe B or C for the movie, mm-hmm. because I do think they programmed pretty well in there. But it, it's not raising to the V from Vendetta, like Threshold Level. or 1984 yeah. or any of those. Yeah. See yeah, I don't funny. even th- I don't even know that it hits Gattaca because I, I again I think it's so on the nose and it's so like it's yeah I, again I, I think that the the problem with the AI is not that it's going to attack us and kill us it's it, there's something gonna make us lazy something else that's gonna be more um, and we're getting there we're 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 almost there. Um, so I also you have, think yep. I also think that that something that 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 movie misses in and maybe this is part of why they didn't include it because it didn't. They didn't, uh, you know, want us thinking this way. But, you know, with with the AI conjoined with the robot idea, which we'll get to in a moment with the Matrix, but with that idea, you, we, in reality, we're going to baby step to that. It's not going to be, you know, suddenly AI is going to be mm-hmm. in charge. What it's going, they're going to slowly replace us. What mm-hmm. they, what the idea will be is, well, first of all, you, you know, you, you know, you hurt Mark. You you want to get, you want to, you don't want your hands hurting anymore. You don't mm-hmm. want your your legs hurting anymore. <laughs> we can we can make those robots, and you won't have any pain anymore. Right, um, right. Okay, I can do that. Okay, but we're gonna have to connect that to your brain, though, to make it work well. Mm-hmm. And then, 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 now that you're now that Mark's better, see how well that helped him. And they won't do some fucked up shit. Then they'll be like, "We want to add some thoughtfulness to you. We want to make it to where you can think more. You have more processing speeds. Let's do Elon's plan and put a brain chip in you." Right. And then eventually it will get to, you don't need the brain chip. Brain chip's smarter than you. Let's just use what's left of your physical body and put a computer in there. And you're into RoboCop. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. So yeah. it, it's it's a st- baby step along the way. And and I and I think that um, the, this movie gets to that, but it doesn't go all the way. Mm-hmm. All right. So so let's go to one that, that does kind of tap on um, a good bit of that. And that is Wally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you saw Wally. Did you? I did. Okay. I did. All right. Yeah, good. with the fat people so, on the moon. So it's yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like they're mm-hmm. in a spaceship. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. in a spaceship. They can't live on Earth anymore because they've, you know, ruined Earth pretty much beyond <laughs> repair. Fat. Which I think is kind of some of this stuff is kind of silly. It's like there somehow there's more garbage on the Earth than there is Earth, and it's like well the, <laughs> the garbage comes from the Earth. We just turn it into the garbage, and then it. You know, that's how composting and, and uh, you know, landfills work is that eventually right. that stuff does decompose. And, it you know, it just it now dirty. we need to go now we need to go mine that stuff. We need to go mine the plastic and turn it into like, we could take all the plastic and 3D print stuff with it, you know, and then re- repurpose it. Um, but anyway, I digress. It's the people. It's the fat people who don't exercise anymore and they do everything with a screen right in front of their face for me. Yeah. And that's I why I think Wally belongs in a tier in a tier because of the, how it, how well it predicted much like one of the other movies that we're going to uh, 
uh, touch on in a minute, but we're not going to touch on it well. just yet. Just not as well as that one did because uh, there's one movie that, well, we'll get to it. Um, another one that goes into that similar type stuff is Ready Player One. Now, this one is more. I have not seen that. Of a control through VR and AI and that sort of stuff. Um, but it's, it it's uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's a C. I think it belongs in that iRobot. Um, it's really good though. Like it, it touches on like kind of crypto CBDC. I, I tell you what, I'm going to bump it to B because the the fact that it touches on so many things like the payment systems and and the um, virtual world and like living in that virtual world and hmm. it's kind of like NFT type shit. You know, hmm. like a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of it touches on on that and it still has some of this like elysium you know the earth is a trash planet and everybody's living in like these like high rises of uh stacked on top of each other winnebago's or something and they're barely standing up and they're you know what i mean it's like it's like some yeah. of the stuff that you see in like rural or not rural but uh like the the, the hovels in like mexico and, mm. and stuff like that where it's like fifty thousand houses on top of each other japan and, has that real bad and, too and the wires are like you know they, they hung their own wires <laughs> for electricity yeah. they're taking off of other wires and everything probably electrocuting themselves in the process anyway it's uh it's that kind of like stuff where it's very it's got this slum vibe to it but oh, everybody's got these vr goggles on so they can live in you know, and play games and all this kind of shit. Which, which is where they're going. I mean, they're talking about the. You know, you're not going to see like you'll be in the grocery store. I saw a thing I think on Twitter where you're in the grocery store and you're seeing all bright lights and there's just barely any color if you take the VR goggles off. Right. You know those kinds of things. So we have uh, we have reached the elite way. eight now, my friends. So nice. it is time. We are we are we have hit the elite eight. And it's time to get really, really into the nitty gritty here. There's one of these that is a sleeper that I'm going to find a way to to show you uh, in just a minute. But um, it, it's one that you're going to have to watch because anybody who hasn't seen it is going to see it tonight on this show. But our the, mo the movie I want to bring up next is a movie that Marcus had not seen before 2020. And I told him the first time I was on his show, on this show. Um, I have seen it now. Is Demolition <laughs> Man. Yeah. Because... This movie, I mean, it's pretty good. I, it, it, it nailed so much stuff. Oh like, yeah, every restaurant is Taco Bell now. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm dropping it. I, we may yeah. be going all S tier here, folks. I don't know. Like we're uh, so no physical contact. You have sex with a machine yeah. on your head, and you just feel it. And you know, babies are born in test tubes. Very brave new worldy, um, in that respect, and, and much more what they're doing. And the social credit score <laughs> you know? stuff, yeah. you know, like like if you cuss, you the it spits out a little thing telling you that you got a demerit and you you lost right. some credit, and uh, he uses it's that to go wipe the ass. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's what now the only thing that we don't have is we don't have a bunch of cryo frozen criminals and policemen to uh <laughs> to, right. to the cryo frozen criminal no. did hadn't happened right. yet. Right, right, right. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's, and it that probably one. won't be Wesley Snipes. I'm guessing. Right. So, um, <laughs> I think you brought this one up and so I'm going to let you talk about the, uh, the Epstein Island documentary that is that Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, that was not oh, you. Eyes Wide Shut. No, it was yeah. not me that brought it up. It was, it was, it was Dutch? Uh, Dutch, but okay. yeah, th this is normalizing sex cults. 
Yeah. Th- that, that's exactly what it is. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Eyes Wide Shut. I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. I think that it is a very good movie, but they uh, certainly programmed um, the sex cults, and which is definitely propaganda. But I also mm-hmm. think that what they were programming with predictive programming is kind of the the loss of any thought of morality. That mm-hmm. you know, you just would wander into a party and be like, "Oh, yeah, okay." And and in real in in many ways, this is also the elite saying, "This is what we do on our time." Y'all get to go play golf and do the shit you do. We're going to go have sex called with hookers. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think that they kind of let the, the mask reveal it down a little bit, reveal a little bit of the truth in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, it's very reminiscent. Uh, now, now personally, as an occultist, I, I have borrowed from this movie because it's really mm-hmm. good. Like the, the way that they uh, have, like when when they come out and they're like hitting particular beats, hitting the the floor and timing everything and mm-hmm. movements, mm-hmm. you can use that ritually and make it really work uh, to to put a lot of power into what you're doing. That is I'll a tell you not to mess with Marcus. Don't mess with Marcus. <laughs> and but I, I I think that this was the the elites absolutely telling people this is what we're doing and you're not one of us. And, and yeah, the, it, it's the. Do you long, think it was? Do you think it was ritualistic in its own way, to um, to kind of bring you into something that you weren't voluntarily yes. entering into, but to make you voluntarily enter into it? Yeah. In, in yes. A, in a way. Yeah, in in a you know one of the things that's very, because I to, to, full disclosure, I was in the OTO. The OTO is a sex cult. Mm. So, <laughs> so we'll get uh, to mess with Marcus. <laughs> right. I, I also noticed I'm not involved anymore. But <laughs> but at the at the end of the day, um they definitely this was this was you were supposed to be Tom Cruise in this movie. You mm-hmm. are going through an initiatory practice. That's mm-hmm. ex- this is an initiation. They mm-hmm. put an initiation in front of you and and put it on a big screen and you are participating as tom cruise and to be clear this isn't something new um in freemasonry for for a lot of people not everybody they didn't do like if let's say they had 10 old dudes that were trying to become masons Mm -hmm. they didn't always do all 10 of them they just have one person actually do Mm -hmm. the shit and Mm -hmm. everybody else just watch them actually do the shit so that's happened so, is this true? Did the pianist really play the song backwards? I am not sure. During that uh, that whole little, I don't know, whatever you want, the, the little sex party, the little masquerade ball. I, that's, that's a detail that's crazy. I did not pick up. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't, I definitely didn't know that. If that's true, damn. All right, so <clears throat> moving along, we will go with Terminator because that one's again, it's kind of on the nose, but I think we're kind of, you know. It's either A or S. It's got to be one of those. I put it in S just because. I, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, they, Skynet is coming. Yeah, it's here. Shit, it's here, man. Right. It's, it's already here. Like, the switch hasn't been turned the completely. Singularity, the singularity has already passed us, and we are just, uh, I don't know, I think we're kind of living it out right now. Um, we're just getting it in little bits and pieces. Speaking of which, Blade Runner. You know, again, we're, this is where the, the touring test was put on screen for everybody to see. 
where you 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 figure out a way to to tell whether the AI is um, is is AI or is a human. And uh, she came I, pretty I, close, but she didn't quite pass. But ChatGPT is is tricking people now. Right, and I I don't think that it is an S. I would put it at A, and okay. the the reason is because I I don't think it hits as hard as the other ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it it doesn't work as well. You know, with with Terminator, you know, they they managed to get it to where I, because think about what I said earlier, and I just said a moment ago with Terminator. Mm -hmm. Well, but you know, they haven't really done that. They haven't fully flipped the switch yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm expecting what's in the Terminator. So yeah. it worked on me because right, right, they right. can put it right below the Terminator right. and I'm good with it. Right. Right. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't uh, gone live in a, in a cave in the woods yet. Right. Um, so speaking of going and living in a cave in the woods, it may be the only way you can escape something like the minority report, because once they have all your thoughts uh, agglomerated into this, uh, you know, chat GPT world and everything else and all the, you know, your devices listening to you and, and just looking at your patterns, like when you go buy something on Amazon and you go look at something on Facebook, the stuff that you spend time and attention on, all that stuff is being logged and they know how to market stuff to you. And if you think it's crazy that they can tell you what kind of dog food that you're thinking of on a Facebook ad, you don't think that they're going to eventually be able to pretend like they know that you're about to do something that you're not supposed to do and Correct. then arrest you for it in advance. Yeah. So. Uh, this is at the very least an A. I would probably yeah. put it in S just because we're seeing the, I, I think we're seeing the unfolding of, of minority report as we yeah. speak. Well, and yeah. and they they did some of the some of the stuff with um with the shooting last week where you had the conservatives start coming out for gun control. Correct. It's like, man, now so you, nobody's safe. You're gonna have like right. you got your own people talking about banning guns. Okay. Right. Um, so anyway, that now to this thing of so we talked about pacifying ourselves to death, um, amusing ourselves to death. This next couple of movies is exactly, I think, that. The Matrix and Idiocracy. And I don't think The Matrix can go anywhere but S tier. Because this, we, are, we are living out the people are willfully telling ChatGPT and MidJourney what they want their woman in the, wet, in the red dress to look like. Correct. So that they can be tricked by it. Mm -hmm. And just be very, very careful because... Um, that you can't put that genie back in the bottle. You, you, you're rubbing the lamp, and uh, and he's coming out. Um, well, and, and this so, also, and the Matrix also doubles down on what mm -hmm. what we talked about with Total Recall and with, you know, it, it really brings in Lawnmower Man. Mm -hmm. You know, it brings those kinds of ideas together and into one program. And, mm -hmm. I, and again, I don't think that we're quite there yet. Obviously, I actually believe mm -hmm. I'm a physical human being, that I'm not in the matrix. Right. But I can see that coming. Yeah. And, and, and big time. Well, it's back to like what we were talking about with like the Truman Show. And um, what was the other one that we said that was like the Truman Show? 
Oh, I don't remember. I'd have to look Shit, through I don't remember either. <laughs> it was, I think I put it above. Oh, it was uh, Total Recall. Total, yeah. Where, where so, it's, like, yeah. it's the same kind of concept. It's just like you, you take right. it to like the next part, the next step down the progression. So right. the Truman the Show is wow. you're in you're in this world and there are people actually pretending to be your friends and your family, but they're not. And it's all Correct. because you're on TV and they're actors and you're in a TV show. Total Recall is you chose to go on a little mental vacation. So you programmed yourself to be in the matrix temporarily and then come out on the other side and you're back to normal. And wow. Okay. I got to go to Mars and have an adventure. That was cool. That was fun, but it's over now. The matrix is what total recall ends up being, which is like, you don't know if you're in it or not. And you're there forever um, until you, you know, maybe somebody unplugs you, but even like, the even the white rabbit and all that stuff like it's still in the matrix so like right. you don't even really fully know that that wasn't just a program that the matrix put in to make him think that he was you know what i'm saying like that just yeah, might be one of his little adventure programs to farm him for whatever heart rate they wanted to elevate or who knows what oh yeah. shit that's another one i could have put monsters inc damn i'm sorry <laughs> y'all i forgot to put where they they farm children screaming right uh, for sure holy shit, man the adrenochrome movie uh-oh <laughs> for sure all right so second to last but certainly certainly not least possibly the best of all of these it's automatic s tier we're not even going to talk about it we're going to talk about it but we're not even going to discuss whether it belongs in s tier or not idiocracy is absolutely yeah, s tier sure. yeah hands down and how crazy is it that the person who probably got the most shit right of all of these is the dude who writes Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. Like he recognized, he tapped into we're all retarded. And this is the natural progression of where we're headed. For sure. He didn't overthink it. He just made it as dumb as possible and he nailed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, President President Trump was the difference. Yeah. Brando, Myrna, what's the difference? (laughs) You know, it's funny. When I very first saw this movie, which has been a few years ago, but it was it was old when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. I I watched it and was like, oh my God, this is so where the world's going. And and now you had 50 more years, didn't you? Right. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, we have arrived. The, the whole reason, the whole reason that that I picked this up is Amber's friend Jason was being funny one day, and he said Walmart instead of uh, what was it, uh, Costco or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But but he, he was like, "Welcome to Walmart, I love you," and I died. And I was like, "Where the hell? Where'd you get that?" And he was like, "From Idiocracy," and I was like, "What the fuck is Idiocracy?" And that's why I watched the movie. But my go. God, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So. Are you ready? The last one. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put this in a tier until after I make everybody watch it. I think you've seen it already. I think I've shown it to you before, Marcus. Ah. But this this is a short film. It's six minutes long. So if you if you folks are willing, bear with me because I'm gonna show you um, a really really good uh, what I think is th- think about all the things we've been talking about. Think about like how creativity is farmed and think about how um, our 
our like souls are being sucked out of us on a day-to-day basis and enjoy this this little film here can you hear it not yet okay wait give it a minute because there's no volume yet i can hear it okay all right good because i can't but there's no audio i mean there's no uh dialogue or anything so it's okay if you uh yeah you showed this to me yeah And the fact that it's called more is great. So look, you see the people, I've seen this thing so many times, it's not even funny. But like, so you have the kids playing on the swing, on the uh, merry-go-round. And they're just, you know, exuding joy, there's full color. Now we go to black and white. He's turned off his alarm clock, time to go to work. Everything's gray, bleak, but he has, you know, he has this fire in his soul, right? So... This thing's only like six minutes long, so just bear with me. But, but uh, it is good. It's good. Yeah, so he sees this stuff and he's, you know, this is the city. It's all, you know, just gross and bleak. This is a really good artistic way of depicting how, like, truly, I don't know, absent of so much of, like, nature. Yeah. And this is the world they want you to think you live in. Right, right. And in a way, we do. You know, I, I got to say, like, I don't. I live outside, man. Well, I go right. out in the garden. And... Yeah, I'm saying like the a lot of people do is what I guess. What you know, people who like we were talking last night. I was at, uh, so he's at, you know he works at a factory and he's you know building this stuff. He's getting yelled at by his boss and everything. And he goes home and he's just sad and he's like he busts out his side hustle. He's got an invention. He wants to make this contraption and he's, he's working on it in his off time. It's similar to what he's working on at work. It's not quite the same. He's frustrated, you know, and then, so there's this product that everybody has. It's called Happy, and uh, that's what he's making at work in this in the factory is this stuff called Happy. So he buys one, goes home, because he thinks maybe it's got the missing piece that, uh, that he can put in his product. So he busts it apart and everything, and he's putting it together, trying to make his thing, and he's sleepless nights, trying to, you know, trying to crack the code so he can, he can figure out what the missing piece is, and then he has this little vision, but, um, I, I don't remember, I was talking about something else before, movie, so his boss is still yelling at him, he's like, he's done, he wants to quit, and, uh, he's got his little little pocket of soul that he can reach into and look at. It's a good metaphor for like, you know. Yeah, fire in the belly. The har- harnessing your creativity and your motivation and all that stuff. But I, you know, this is kind of what I think about when I'm thinking of all this this AI stuff that's that everybody's so obsessed with right now. Um, so now he puts on his little goggles. He got it to work. And now look at, look at how he is turn the world into this beautiful magical place like meta like the, like VR like you know like uh, what we've been talking about like what we've been talking about exactly so he sees all this stuff and look how look how awesome everything looks it's it's he's he's finally escaped the dreary cityscapes that he lives in oh i know what it was I, so i was at dinner last night with some family and they were talking about how like NYU is just two buildings in New York City and it just goes straight up. It's two high rises. 
And that's so a lot of people actually do live that. Like that's their, yeah. you know, LSU, like there's big oak trees everywhere and grass and all that stuff. So he makes his product. It's called Bliss. And so now instead of happy, we have Bliss. And he's the world's greatest. And he's got his employees uh, all frustrated and, and, and mad at him. But they put on the, uh, the goggles. Oh, no, he's waving at me. Oh, no, he's still not. But now he's the president. He's sitting at his desk. He's, you know, he's Ring of power. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that the Mexican fisherman story too, right? Where like it's like, and look now he now, now he's got soulless. His, now his soul is gone, and he's he's still not fulfilled because he's trying to fill, he's trying to he's trying to fulfill something that can't be fulfilled with this material stuff. Yeah. But then he can still see flashing off in the distance, and you'll see what it is. It's the kids playing on the merry-go-round. They still, they still haven't lost their, their their joy inside. You know, still haven't given themselves over. So anyway, that's uh, that's more. Yeah, I remember when you showed that to me. First, it's probably been a year or two ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, shout out to Mark Osborne because that's a that's a great film, one of my favorite uh, favorite ones. So now we'll pull the uh, the tier list back up, and so y'all tell me where where are we putting this one. I put it at the top. May, May not have been intentionally. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I I almost had uh, yeah Alita Battle Angel. I thought about putting out Meteoropolis. I'm not sure. I, I haven't I haven't seen that one. But uh, where do y'all think this one ranks? Because I I'm not sure. Like I don't know. I, I love it, and I would put it in S tier for me. But I don't. I can understand if other people don't see it that way because it. it it hits me in a certain way and speaks to me on that creative level, but I don't know how other other folks receive it. For for me, the, it is predictive programming because you can see every bit of that around us. Every bit of that's right there. Now, I don't think that the person who who wrote that in Osborne or whatever it was, I don't think he had intentions of being because a lot of these I think are intentional. Matrix, I think, mm-hmm. is intentional. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of them are. Um, and, and for many of the reasons we've covered. So maybe we should put it at an A just because I don't think that the the creator's intent was to to yeah. predictively program. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, but anyway, so that's it. That's, uh, oh, Metropolis. He misspelled Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, and Metropolis, I've seen Metropolis, and it was for its time was certainly. I don't think I have. It's it it's talking about the future from a very long past, and mm. it, it, it's the basis for a lot of what becomes sci-fi. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, so that's uh, that's our so, tiers. Let's see: Aquarian Anarchy, Predictive Programming, Dystopic Films tier list. Nice. If you don't like, I like it, it, kiss my. No, I'm just joking. Uh, no, I think I think it's uh, so. Let's let's read off the the S list and the A list. All right, yeah. So our S list is 2001: A Space Odyssey, Inception, Demolition Man, Terminator, Minority Report, The Matrix, and Idiocracy. For sure. And our, and our A list is 1984: The Secret of Nim, They Live, Lawnmower Man, Akira, V for Vendetta, Wall-E, Eyes Wide Shut. Blade Runner and more. 
I like it. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I do too. And I think I don't think there's anything, honestly, that that is on B tier or lower that belongs on A or S. I think our okay. A and S tiers are are like they're the perfect uh you know mark of delineation that separates the great from the from the very good. Mm-hmm. Um but there's some or really the good stuff. super evil from yeah. the kind of evil. Yeah, there's some there's some really <laughs> good well, I mean I mean quality wise, you know, but, yeah, but sure. yeah, there's some really there's some really solid stuff in B and C. And then you get into D and it's just kind of like, all right, these are good and entertaining, but they they were either they, they were either too narrowly focused on a certain thing or they they didn't pull it off uh, completely. So uh, so I didn't have Logan's Run. I, I got to be honest, like Logan's Run, I'm not I think I saw it, but it's been a long time and I'm not I don't I, not familiar with I don't remember enough. But Soylent Green is right here in C tier. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, we covered that one earlier. So if you didn't get a chance to see this um, from the beginning and you want to go back and look at the, the list, but we're going to also uh, publish the list on Twitter. I'm going to, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to send the, the picture over to Marcus so he can uh, post it from the Aquarian Anarchy Twitter. And I'll retweet cool. it as well if you're following me. So anyway, we appreciate nice. everybody being here for this because uh, I had a lot of fun. I don't know and about what what I'll do is I'll wait for that and um, just send it to me. And I, I usually post the the picture of the of the like um, of the, for the the cover beneath mm-hmm. the link. Instead, I'll put this for tonight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now that we're done and I don't have to edit it, I can pull it up full screen like this so everybody can nice. see it on screen. So there you go. And uh, yeah, please if you if you like this. This is a good one to share with people um, because it's just, you know, there's a, this is kind of universal stuff. So share this w- with your friends and, and and family and everything and and see if there's some of these movies that maybe y'all want to see together or you want to, oh yeah, I didn't, I had forgotten about that one. You got to see this movie. Um, but we, we'd love to get, uh, get the shares. We're real close to a thousand subs and uh, we're trying to get there. We, I think we're about 20 away um, last I checked. So and go watch us on rumble. Go, yeah, and go watch us on subscribe Rumble. Subscribe here. Subscribe there. Go watch us on yeah, subscribe, subscribe in both places. Um, yeah. And yeah, definitely help us uh, get the get the Rumble numbers up as well if you can. We appreciate everybody coming out. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you if you got anything else. I don't have anything else, Marcus. I'm good. This has been fun, man. It's nice to take a little bit of a break, even yeah. though we because of me, we started off with a little bit of serious topic. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, it's fun to sit back and just have fun together sometimes too. So yeah. Thank you for thinking of this, Chad. I've enjoyed it. Uh, next week, uh, for those that don't know, I don't believe Chad's going to be joining us. It will hopefully be me and Nico. If by some chance Nico can't do it, I'm probably not going to do a show by myself. But um, but it, the plans are for Nico and I to to do next week. So. Okay, uh, Chad will be on a well-deserved vacation. Nico did text me. He said, "Yo, my bad. I thought we took this day off. I was coming back from out of town." So, uh, hopefully, he will be back next week to uh, so you're not by yourself. But, um, nice. but yeah, and I, if if I can, I might at least tap in from my phone and just say hi or something. That'd so, be awesome. Um, but I won't be I won't be in like the well-lit studio of this beautiful luxury <laughs> uh, hotel room in uh in east texas <laughs> i'll be a, well i will be in this luxurious basement i gotta talk to you too but my little brother is gonna be in indianapolis this summer oh, nice. so um y'all might be able the one to, that uh, i've met 
Yeah. Well, the met on here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely hook him up. He can come over. I, I'm betting he doesn't smoke a bowl with me, though. No, probably not. <laughs> right, right on. but I'd love to see him, man. He's a, he was a good dude. Yeah, and I've been watching the Rumble the whole time, and it's streamed live the whole time. So we're 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 good in like Flynn, man. We are Gucci. Let's go. All right, man. All right, it's love y'all, and stay free. Peace, y'all.